Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So much larger than life. Yeah. Launch timers. I'm on my way. I'm making it. This is the Matt Thomas Show. open three and he knocks it in again the third three-pointer of the game for Jalen Green he's got nine points hey it's a Jalen Green highlight that's nice to hear hello and welcome in to the Matt Thomas show what's happening lunch timers I guess I didn't do the proper opening 1201 in H-Town what's happening lunch timers it is the Matt Thomas show but there is no Matt Thomas he remains out you know, I mean, I don't know if he's Christmas shopping, if he's chopping down a Christmas tree, or if he's just drunk off some eggnog, but Matt Thomas is out for right now. And you know what? Who's who's out here? Who's grinding for you? The people who carry the water during these times when all these hosts want to be out. It's me. It's Joe George. And it's you at 713-212-5790. The phone number 713-212-5790 as we have a number of things to get to here in the sports front. A lot of things going on. Probably still, and I, I got to be honest with you, I'm getting fatigued of talking about it all the time and every single day, but it continues to be in the news. COVID is happening all over the place, continuing to happen in the NFL, continuing to happen in the NBA. Uh, okay, we probably aren't going to get into what's happening over there in the Premier League with games getting canceled, but that is happening as well. So uh, it just seems like every five seconds... There is Sham Sharania tweeting that somebody's in the protocols. You have Adam Schefter tweeting out that somebody's in the protocols. Here in Houston alone, is the number up to 23, Joseph? Is that correct? I think that's correct. 23 Houston Texans in COVID protocols are on the reserve list. That's insane. You have, what, a 53-man roster plus practice squad? And I guess you add in coaches and staffs, whatever the number is up to. The fact that you're at 23 on the list is insane. So, I, look, we will get into COVID stuff, but I wanted to lead with something that was fun. And, well, the Rockets didn't win last night. That wasn't fun, although long-term, it's a good thing because the Rockets now have the worst record in the entire Eastern Conference. And if it weren't for those pesky Orlando Magic and the pesky Detroit Pistons, they would have the worst record in the NBA. But if they finish in the bottom four... They get a top four chance at the number one overall pick. So the Rockets lose last night, but Jalen Green came back and it warmed my heart. Jalen Green scored 20 points for the Houston Rockets, the number two overall pick. He looked really good to me. He knocked six, down six of his nine three-point shots. And a lot of the big games that he's had, as scoring-wise, have been when he's very hot from three. He's been super streaky. Going into the game last night, he was only about 28% from three. 
I'm sure he raised that average. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Yeah, hey, he moved it up almost a full two percentage points. He's at 30.6% from three, which is, well, below league average, but he'll be totally fine. The, the release looked quicker. He's been working with John Lucas in this time that he's at off. He missed about a month with that hamstring injury, scoring 20 points last night and getting to the basket and look looking quick, looking explosive, and, and I'm just happy that he played as well as he did in 25 minutes. He is on a minutes restriction. We had Coach Silas on the show yesterday to talk about that and mentioned that he would – I would have figured it would be about 24 minutes. Generally, when these things happen, they play the player coming back about the first six minutes of every single quarter. That way you get six minutes on, six minutes off, plus the breaks to get some rest, six minutes on, six minutes off, and that way you can kind of test and see how things are going and see how he feels after the game. So 25 minutes – for Jalen Green last night, and he scored 20 points, but the Rockets did lose to the Pacers, 118-106. to And they'll next be in action, I believe, Monday. No Rockets action on a Christmas day, which I think is a good thing, actually, because up here at Sports Talk 790, when the Rockets are really relevant and good, that means that we're doing pre- and post-game shows and, bro- and game broadcasts on Christmas Day, and I'd rather be home with my family, but it's also nice to have the Rockets being relevant. So I guess it's a double-edged sword. Six in one hand, half a dozen in the other, whatever you want to call it. Good news, bad news. Sure, let's go with that. But no, Jalen Green last night was good, and it was fun to see. And Christian Wood played well, and Alperin Shingun continues to play well. And can people, I saw we were talking about this, Joe. Did you do Ain't Nobody Got Time for That? Was that when you were called that Rockets Twitter? Oh, was, for being delusional? Yes. I saw it last night. <sighs> And and somebody called, it was Willa, who called and was like, hey, stop slandering Alperin Shingun. I'm not slandering Alperin Shingun. I just want you guys to have realistic expectations. Alperin Shingun does something a couple of night, a couple times a night that is eye-popping and that is really fun. He had a really nice behind-the-back pass to Kenyon Martin Jr., but K.J. Martin wasn't able to finish on the drive when he went up for a dunk. And then he had a move that he put on a... Pacer, I can't even remember who it was at this point. It wasn't Duarte. Was it um, was it Goga Pataze, maybe? I can't remember. But he put a move on somebody, like a spin move, and then he went in for a free open dunk. And it's already been transposed by people next to Hakeem Olajuwon. And th- it was at this point, reading Twitter, I had to realize, am I just being trolled? Is all of this love just a troll, or are people actually buying into this and thinking this guy is going to be the next Hakeem Olajuwon slash Nikola Jokic hybrid. I think that's the case. No, please. Can you tell me that's not real? I I, I think there is a portion of Rockets fans. That I think, think there are some is... people who are trolling a little bit, right? There has to be. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it. I think there's just like straight, like, it's just zero to a hundred. Who's this guy? He won an MVP in Turkey. Yes. Next, See, he is an MVP. Next dream. Yeah, okay. In 33 games or whatever it is. He's averaging in, let's see. uh, I'll pull up his stats. He's averaging like nine points a game, somewhere in that neighborhood. Solid. He's only getting 19 minutes a game. A lot of that is because he gets in a lot of foul trouble. He's averaging three fouls in those nine minutes. He's he's shooting 49% from the field, 29% from three. He is getting about three assists a game, which is pretty good. He's a, he's a very good passing big man. Five rebounds a game. He's averaging nine, five, and three, basically. 
in 19 minutes. He's playing really good. So the per 36 is actually probably pretty good. Let me try to find the... Here, per 36, 17, 9, and 5. That's pretty good, actually. That's very impressive for a rookie. So I think he's going to be a good player. I think he's going to be... borderline all-star flirting with that type of level of play. And, and if Alperin Shingun in the next three years makes a couple of all-star teams, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. And I, I would be very cool to see. It'd be a little surprising, I would say. I would bet the under on two all-star teams, and not counting this year, but the next three years for Alperin Shingun, so in the first four years of his career. But to put him up to Hakeem Olajuwon, I mean, y'all must have forgot. I don't mean to, to quote Roy Jones here. This dude scored almost 27,000 points. He's the all-time block shot leader. The footwork, unlike anything you've ever seen before. The the, the post moves, unlike anyone has ever seen before. And the all-around, in the conversation for best defender in the history of 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 the game. Of the game. So, I mean... I love that we want to get excited about little uh, side players or bench players for the Houston Rockets. That means people are paying attention to the team. But you also have to have realistic expectations, I would say. And to start transposing random spin moves to to the basket and dunks with Hakeem Olajuwon, and then to start saying that that Alperin Shingun and and Jalen Green are the next Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. I mean, just just slow your roll a little bit. Maybe Jalen Green, of course, can be up to the level of Jamal Jamal Murray and hopefully beyond. Jamal Murray is a guy who's averaged twenty couple of a uh, couple of seasons of twenty plus points per game. Let's just and they're rookies and they're young and they're going to get better. They are going to get better and better and better. And this is just a small window into what these young men are capable of. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess if you want to be pie in the sky and be a dreamer, go ahead and do it. But I would advise against comparing Alperin Shingun to Hakeem Olajuwon, who is in the Hall of Fame and one of the 10 greatest players to ever walk the planet and ever play the sport. And then, of course, Nikola Jokic, who is probably going to the Hall of Fame. He's won an MVP, and he's one of the best passing big... He's a maybe the best passing big man ever. Wait, did I say Vucevic? I meant Jokic. Nikola no, Jokic? You said, you said okay. Jokic. Okay, good. I get my Nikolas mixed up sometimes. Nikola Jokic, yes. And certainly not Nikola Mirotic. But yes. Bomb. <laughs> uh, I believe, is that Chicago Bulls legend? Yes. Nikola Mirotic? Yes. 26 points. Now, early in his career, per 36, the numbers actually aren't that far off for the rookie season of both Nikola Jokic and Alperin Shingun. But to say that they're going to have the same growth stock is a little much. It's a little much. Alpi Shingun can hardly stay on the floor for 20 minutes at this point. Let him get acclimated to the NBA game. Let him start playing. I think he could very well be like a 17, 9, and and 5 player. That would be amazing. That would be great. That would be really fun to find out of a mid-first rounder. So if he does that, he's falling well short of Nikola Jokic and well, well short of Hakeem Olajuwon. But it's a home run of a draft pick. But yeah, absolutely. So just just don't get ahead of yourselves, folks, is what I would say. That's all I'm saying. All right, but whatever. Someone's going to tweet at you now. I'm like, oh, stop whizzing our Cheerios. Be Jokic. Okay, now please don't do that. All right, we're going to take a break here. It is the Matt Thomas Show.
Wanted to get that in about the Rockets. I was excited to see Jalen Green. Did you catch the game last night at all? There was actually a moment where I was, me and my neighbor next to me were both screaming at the same time, and I think we were both for Jalen Green threes. I think we were watching the same game. It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. I know. It was, a, it was like an office space moment. Hey, man. Turn it. You got the Rockets game on? Turn it on, man. All right, Ross Villarreal, Joe George with you until 3 o'clock. You want to get in? 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. This is Craig Ackerman. And the Rockets get the job done. Oh, here's another new catchphrase I have for you. Good gracious. Good gracious. You're listening to the Matt Thomas Show on Sports Talk 790. That I never knew the meaning of Christmas. You are the absolute worst. Bottom of the barrel, nut low, absolute worst. Uh, coming in at number 10 on RollingStone.com's worst 20 Christmas songs of all time. At number 10, In Sync. I never knew the meaning of Christmas. Thanks, Joe. Literally, you know, you got to put a stop to this. It's literally Christmas Eve. If there was a show tomorrow, I would let this go on. All right, final stop. But come on. These are ter- You know what? Go play the bottom three. All right, play one an hour. Play the bottom three, all right? At the end of each hour, play the third worst this hour, the second worst next hour, and then how about that? Is that, is that a good compromise? And then the absolute worst we can play in the third I'll hour. I'll just play the worst one in the last segment. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like so. No, just I'll, we'll just save it. The worst song of all time. For, okay. For you two. can play some other ones, but I don't want to hear bad Christmas songs every damn break. I'm trying. It's 77 <laughs> degrees outside. Bad Christmas. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get in the Christmas spirit. COVID's ruining everything. All it's right. a million degrees. Yes. It's bad yes. Christmas. Yes. There's, but COVID is running rampant through everything in sports and, and everybody's personal lives. You can't even go out there and buy a test. There's. I, I went to cho- go test the other day, and it was. I went to five different pharmacies and walmart nobody's even got one and then i went to some janky shady trailer where they took all my information and i'm probably gonna get my identity stolen and you can't find a test anywhere and it's 77 degrees and i'm trying to get in the christmas spirit fine <sighs> okay jalen green's put me in the christmas spirit man he was balling last night he was balling and it's it, the, the, the texans got 23 players and protocols so they're going to get their asses whomped by the Chargers, and it doesn't even matter because they don't know what the hell they're doing over there. Hopefully they can get – I made the prediction they're going to get the number two overall pick. We'll see. Hopefully they don't win another game so they can stay in the top three, or I guess you call it the bottom three. Whatever you want to call it, that's where they are. Man. Oh, I guess they moved – I didn't do the Rotten Five this week because, I don't know, we normally do it when Matt's here. But it, if I could do a quick rotten five for you, it would be the Jaguars last, then the Texans, then I guess it would go with I would go with wait what are the other teams that I've been putting in there the, the Lions then the but the Jet and then the Jets do the Lions so you go from one to five right from the worst yes. team to the best yes twenty I'm sorry. Team? Yeah, fifth worst, and eh, let's go with the Giants or something. Yeah, New York Giants. Honestly, I know they only have two wins, but should the Lions be higher because they beat Arizona? I think maybe. Yeah, a little That's credit. where they're third you worst. Get a little credit. Okay. 
Jacksonville. Oh, and then the Jets, yeah. Let's go with Jacksonville, worst team. Texans, second worst team. You know what? Fine. We'll go with the Jets, third worst, and then the and then the Lions, and then the Giants. There you go. There's your rotten five. You know what's funny about that rotten five, too, is that those teams have the least amount of wins over the end of, over the last five years of all, any team besides the Texans. All of them? The Giants, the Jets, the Jags, the Lions are in the bottom five for win totals over the last five years. The other team is, uh, I think it's Washington. Okay. I was hoping, I thought you might say the Bears, and I was going to be sad for you. No, they've made the playoffs two, of, two oh, years right. recently. Okay, good for them. Yep. Who was their quarterback in those years? Mitchell. Trubisky? Trubisky's. Mm, one of the all-time legendary He'll be a starter next year. Chicago Bears. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No For who? I think there's in the lot, XFL. I think there's a lot, a lot of turnover. Like I think I think someone will take a chance on him next year. Okay. I'll take your word for it. You still a Mitchell Trubisky truther? No, not really. I think he stinks. <laughs> okay. But he's Better than Taylor Heineke, probably. Well, well maybe not. Uh, Taylor Heineke's actually not been horrible. He's okay. And he's back this week, right? Uh, is he back or is Kyle Allen back? I thought I saw that Taylor Heineke was back. I can't keep track. Not. That's the other thing, too. All right. With all these guys coming off the COVID IL, and now it's hard to keep track of who's on, who's off. Yeah. All right. 713-212-5790 is the phone number. 713-212-5790. Oh, looky here. Merry Christmas and a happy holidays to one Christian and Lamarck. <laughs> Good afternoon and Merry Christmas, Ross Villarreal and Joe George. I think. Oh my God! I didn't yeah, it's Joe. Oh my! My apologies. My apologies. I'm. Starting not to mess up my producers, even though I know Matt ain't. Well, there's been a lot of turnover. You're right, Christian. Go ahead. Yeah, but still, I just wanted to wish y'all a Merry Christmas. You know, say that Adam Lexler did well last night doing commentary. Well, for some odd reason, Matt Thomas was out. I don't know if he's sick. I hope he's doing well, if he is. But still. The Rockets last night, obviously Jalen Green coming back is a real plus for the Rockets, but you would have to think when it comes down to the rest of the roster, do you think that they really have to try and pick up the slack, even though, of course, this is going to be a young team who's already gotten off a big winning streak after, you know, a big losing streak, the only team in NBA history to do so, and... I mean, basically what I'm trying to ask is, is the I mean, is there going to be a hell of a lot of upside coming up for the rest of the season, even though the Rockets are just going to play, you know, decent basketball, not below right. the above average? All right, Christian, thanks a lot and appreciate you getting in. Yeah, as far as the long-term upside for the Houston Rockets, 
I, I don't know about the rest of the season. There will be some growing pains because last night. So, so the, the the big thing that made the huge turnaround for the Houston Rockets was the fact that they went to this smaller lineup with Christian Wood at the five, and they dumped the two big lineups because you had Daniel Tice, who who teams weren't respecting as a shooter, Jay Sean Tate, people are not respecting as a shooter, nor should they, and so teams were able to pack the paint on Christian Wood, and they were able to. Uh, just not respect the three-point shooting, and the Rockets had the worst three-point shooting percentage in the entire NBA, and the offense was stagnant, and there was just not a lot of passing lanes and not a lot of spacing. So what uh, you had Steven Silas do was take Daniel Tice out of the starting lineup, put in Garrison Matthews, and so then you have a shooter. Jay Sean Tate, while he can't shoot, he's good at getting to the basket. He's a good passer. He's a good Swiss Army knife type of do-everything offensive player. In some would say the mold of a Draymond Green, he's not the passer or the playmaker that Jalen, Jalen, I mean uh, that Draymond Green is or was, but in that mold where your four can make some plays for people and you can run a little offense through him, so that creates better spacing when you have Christian Wood out there, and then people have to respect the shooting of J- of Garrison Matthews more than they do say of a Daniel Tice. And that's also going to allow more spacing for Jalen Green. Guys can't just sag off of their man. You can't just sag off of, J- uh, of both Daniel Tyson and Jay Sean Tate and then start packing the paint when Jalen Green is driving to the basket because you have to stay on your man. You can't go with the help defense. You cannot help one pass away because you're going to create a wide-open three-corner look for Garrison Matthews. It looked like it pretty much the Rockets like to park him on that left corner, and that's where he favors and where he can make a lot of shots. So it creates more spacing. It creates better passing lanes, and it creates uh, easier drives to the basket because you can't have three guys in there waiting for Jalen Green because somebody's going to be open. A shooter is going to be open. Same thing for Christian Wood. So he's going to benefit from that. So the long term, I think the the Rockets are going to continue to be better than what they were at one and sixteen, which isn't saying a whole lot. And yes, they went on this this uh, winning run with Jalen Green out. But Jalen Green in the first quarter of that game against the Bulls was really good. He had 11 points in 10 minutes. And then last night he had 20 points in 25 minutes and was knocking down threes, had more easy lanes to the basket. So the Rockets are going to continue to be better. I don't know that they're going to be like close to a 500 team and challenging for one of the play-in spots. They're still going to be one of the worst teams in the NBA in terms of record. But they're going to keep getting better and better and then hopefully keep getting elite pieces and then start to build something in the next couple of years. Eric Gordon doesn't factor long for this team, but Jalen Green's going to continue to get better. Christian Wood, we'll see. A lot of people want him dangled as trade bait and see what you can get back. I wouldn't mind keeping him long-term. I like what he brings to the table. Yes, there are some times where his decision-making and his maturity, there are some issues there, but I think long-term, you just can't... Christian Woods don't grow on trees. Guys with the skill set that he has where he can shoot the three, get to the basket, has that length, can throw down just about anything on an alley-oop. He's a valuable player, and he's been leading the team in rebounds. He's averaging like 11 in the game. He's top 10. 11 per game. He's top 10 in the entire NBA in rebounds per game. I have a question about Christian Wood. Yes. I know uh, back during the Astro season, I remember a segment you were doing on Sports RV Show on Saturdays. Oh, wow. Um, that you were talking about like value of Lance McCullers and pitchers based yes. on price tag. Well, Christian Wood's contract doesn't last that much longer. At what point does Christian Wood, at what price tag does he become a, a detriment to this team? Yeah, not I, an asset. I think you would. So right now he's making what was it a three-year, forty million dollar deal? I think it was. 
So he's making around like 13, 14, 15, somewhere a million a year in that neighborhood. Yeah. And he could be up for close to a max. Yeah. Well, uh, somebody for his max, we can go look it up. If he doesn't make an all NBA team, which I don't think he will, the max contract isn't that much, even for veteran guys. For example, Eric Gordon is on a max contract. But what we're thinking of when we think of max contract, we think of John Wall and 40 million a year. But a max contract, if you don't make any of those NBA first, second, or third all teams, the max contract's not that bad. Eric Gordon is on a max deal. He's making $18, $19, 20000000 million the next three years. So if depending on what the money is, I wouldn't mind seeing Christian Wood here long term. And depending on what happens in the draft and all that type of stuff, or if they say, hey, he's he's got these. I mean, there's a reason he bounced around the league for a while. They thought it was maturity issues, not putting in the work, that type of stuff. But... If he's over that truly, and he's going to be continuing to get better and be a guy who uh, uh, who's a twenty and ten threat with length, I would tr- I would like to keep him long term. But a lot of people want him traded. And yes, like you said, he's outperforming his contract. You want players who outperform their contract. John Wall is not out. He's the absolute worst. Yeah, him at and, outperforming yeah. his contract. When you go to the dictionary and you see not outperforming <laughs> contract, you see pictures of. Justin Verlander, Deshaun Watson, and John Wall. All in Houston. I see what you're doing there. All right, time for a break here on the Matt Thomas Show without Matt Thomas. You guys want to get in? Let's go. It's Christmas Eve. We're having a good time if you're knocking around. You know what? I want to hear from you if you are last-minute Christmas shopping. I want to hear your story as well. 713-212-5790, the phone number, 713-212-5790. Radio, now the number one app for podcasting and the best way to listen to Sports Talk 790 everywhere you go. iHeartRadio. Which Christmas song is this, Joe? This is the we were talking about pizza during the breaks and I didn't have a song ready. So. Yeah, we might be having some pizza on the way here. It's, it's a Friday. It's Christmas Eve. Nobody's up here. You guys got something to say? You want to hang out? It's a very chill environment on a Friday on the Matt Thomas Show at 713-212. Anything goes Friday. Oh, that's right. It's an Anything Goes Friday. Ross, explain what Anything Goes Friday is. (laughs) Thanks, Matt. And Anything Goes Friday is, look, here on the Matt Thomas Show, I'm going to tell you right now, we got the longest leash in town at 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Although, you know what I realized? This pizza place we ordered from is in the Galleria. Is the traffic nuts at Galleria at the the Galleria right now? Oh, I'm sure. It's crazy. Normally, so for those of you who don't know, our studios here at Sports Talk 790 and every iHeartMedia station, we are in the Galleria area. So I know that... About around Thanksgiving, there are certain ways that I can go home because I don't live too far from the station. Don't go Westheimer. Do not go Westheimer because the gallery is just going to be completely out of control. And by the way, it's already nuts as it is normally around there, especially depending on what's going on and weekends and stuff like that. So I wonder if it's really crazy right now. Is this going to? Is this going to slow down our pizza? This is my first time not in retail. <sighs> oh, really? In like. They fired you? No, I left. Okay. That's fine. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Um, Okay. So it's nice to not have to be there. Not have to have those traffic headaches and be in there. Trying to find parking. And telling people, asking them when you have a mandate to put on their masks and then them getting mad at you and you trying to fist fight them. Yeah, that was like the end of my road for wanting to be in retail. Because I really didn't hate it that much, I'll be honest. It's not the worst job ever. 
But when the mask mandates started happening, that's when it became a problem. Because <laughs> it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your call. You're wearing a mask. Yeah, and they wanted me to enforce it. And yeah, and then they're asking you to enforce it, and you're like, I don't make enough money for this. I don't make enough money for all these people getting mad at me for me just trying to do my job and enforce a rule that my employers put on me. I'm sorry, Joe. I hope you're going to be okay. But yes, yeah, so you want to tell okay. a story like that or you have anything, anything goes Friday here at 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. I mean, I continue to look at all the top sports news of the day. Giannis, out of protocols. Billy Donovan, entering protocols. James Harden, out of protocols. Oh, I didn't see this one because the Saints are having issues at quarterback with Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon on the COVID list. Did you see who the Saints are signing at quarterback? Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Oh, I'm right? Yes. Nice. Oh, you didn't look it up? No, I was guessing. Man, if you look up, how is well Sean Payton off the COVID list? He had COVID last week. Didn't they, he get it twice now? Yeah, I think so. They said he might be. He should be good for Monday. Okay. Blake Bortles. <laughs> you're looking at your QB depth chart right now, and it's Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill who are out, and then it's Ian Book, the rookie out of Notre Dame, and then Blake Bortles, who you just signed off the street literally on Friday, and the game is on Sunday. Wow. That's very impressive at this point. It and it's just I mean it's happening everywhere. The Texans like we mentioned, they have 23 players into the protocols. You have these games. I wonder how much they're going to be affected. Of course, the Sunday games and the Saturday games and there was a game last night which honestly I didn't watch a whole lot of, but congratulations to the Tennessee Titans on their comeback victory against the San Francisco 49ers as they continue to keep a stranglehold on the AFC South. And this has really been a, like, are you in any uh, fantasy playoffs, no, Joseph? No, I'm not. Oh, you're, what? How many leagues are you in? I'm in four. You're in four leagues and you miss the playoffs in all of them? Now, one of them doesn't count because it's a dynasty league. But What do you mean? Like there's no playoffs? No, my team, uh, we... Oh, you're tanking. No, they, uh, uh, not me. <laughs> okay. Uh, the league I'm in, they let this dumbass into our league and he started trading away players for nothing and then we eventually had to kick him out. And I kindly took over his team. That's the thing with fantasy leagues, especially when you don't know everybody in it. Yeah. Like, I'm in a fantasy league with my cousin, and this is my first year joining the league, and I don't know anybody else in the league. And I look up, and every week somebody's dropping 140 on me, and this is like normal rosters, normal scoring, normal everything. I'm like, hey, what's going on? These guys grifted me out of my 50 bucks. And then I heard they were talking trash about me because I finished four and nine. They're like, hey, sports guy, thought you were supposed to have all the sports knowledge and you went four and nine. I'm like, bro, these guys are dropping 140, 150 on me every single week. I think y'all are grifting me out of my 50 bucks. I want restitution. Or maybe my team sucked. Fine. Maybe the draft didn't go the way I wanted it to. That's okay. Yeah, I was in four leagues. I'm already out of the playoffs and won. And well,. We'll see on the next one because I'm just getting ravaged by COVID and injuries and all this stuff. And, I mean, let's go Aquan Ma- A- Amon Ross St. Brown. That's my dude now. Lions? Yeah. Yeah. I have Chris Godwin out. How's Leonard Fournette looking? Like he's, he's on IR. Oh. So is that bad? He can't play till the playoffs. Is that is that yeah. not good? It's not good. Okay. Well, I have Fournette and Godwin on this team. No Ronald Jones? Well, I hope I am once again asking Jonathan Taylor for 50 points. Please, for the love of God. All right, 713-212-5790, the phone number if you want to get in. Let's go to Benjamin. 
in Pearland. What's up, Ben? Oh man, just uh, oh, oh come on, just uh, are you okay, man? I, you know, I tried to Bluetooth off. I try to stay hands oh, as right. long as I can. They click on rookie move. Come on, right. sounds like you're trying to hey, like, uh, uh, unscrew the top of a pickle jar or something. Oh, you know, I I, I, I got the kosher dills for all the good movies and streaming out. Right, and they're not. They're, my my wife's like, no, it's regular dill. Out of because we buy the big gallon at, at Christmas, so we know we're gonna oh. go through it. What's the difference between the kosher and the regs? It's like more sandwich style is the is the kosher, and like the movie is more dill. I think is what I've learned. Okay. this weekend. All right. They like uh, but, uh, you going with the best made pickles or what? You know you can't find those. I, I yeah I like those. Well, the ones they give at the movies. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. All right. Anyways, Benjamin, what'd you call for? Well, aside from pickle advice. You know, they they wanted me to play a bowl bonanza this year, and uh, I just didn't want to do it because of all the corona going on. And uh, you know, yeah, how much is it getting yeah. What if that? you pick Texas A and M in your bowl? What happens in your bowl pool if you pick Texas A and M and then Rutgers shows up? You stick with Rutgers. <laughs> with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, how does that work? Bro, Ray Rice will give you a fighting chance. All right, come on. This is, of course, for those who don't know, this is Bad Joke Benjamin, and, well, he's on a roll right now. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Right? All right, you thank you. Go Astros. Yes, go Astros, and Merry Christmas to you, Ben. On that note, <laughs> we're going to take a break. Look, we have, um, are we doing Fantasy 5 at 2.30? Yeah, Fantasy 5 at 2.30, non-Florida stories at... Are we going to do, look... Two. I'm telling you right now, I... I know you're going to get mad at me, but are we doing best Christmas songs or best Christmas movies? I want to do movies? Christmas movies. We're not. Die Hard's off the list. No, I'm sorry. have to install. No. It's not a Christmas movie. I don't care. It is a Christmas I'm movie. I'm being the dictator. The I'm being a tyrant. plot of the movie is about... The whole plot a, of the movie is about terrorists. It's, about, it's around Christmas Eve. He's not there to fight the terrorists. It, it is a it's summer a block... Christmas party. It's a summer blockbuster. Christmas party. Summer blockbuster. Came out in June. Or July. Christmas movies do not have to come out at Christmas. Ninety-nine percent of them do. Wrong. Cri- guess what? Christmas. What? I don't know. You, I, I mean, I you want to do some? No. Okay. Name a Christmas movie. No. Start right now. You know what? Next segment. Next freaking segment. Everything except for Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, and I think maybe Trading Places is released in November or December. We're doing a next segment. I'm doing it. Yeah, Sports Talk Seven Ninety. Right. Back in a second. This is Carlos Correa. Back to Matt Thomas. It's an inside the park, two run, home run. It's your home of Astros baseball. Was this listed as one of the worst ones? No, I, you, told oh, okay. me, you told me to stop that. I used my All right. Well, I would thought I said at the end of the hour, played like the bottom three worst ones, but so that's okay. So I'll play okay. good ones, the other ones. Okay, okay. That's fine. Some bad this ones. is a great Christmas song. We already played our bad one for the hour. Yeah. All right, anyways. This is clean, right? 
I hope so. Well, did you play it out of our system or are you on no, YouTube? I'm on YouTube. It's Run DMC. They but were like, it's a Christmas song. You gotta cuss. I mean, a come on. Song? In the 1980s, they were rapping about what shoes they were wearing and playing basketball on the blacktop. That was pretty much it. That it was. It. I go to the park and I shoot the ball. This is how we play with the basketball. That was 1980s rap. All right, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> that, it it was, really is. It was pretty much well, especially like earlier 1980s. Later 1980s, that's when India, when like NWA hit the scene, they changed the game, obviously. All right, welcome back. Uh, what is this? This is the Matt Thomas Show. Ross Villarreal with you, 713-212-5790. And already... Uh, yeah, Home Alone and a Christmas Story. Really, Okay, somebody's arguing. I already said Miracle on 34th Street, and apparently It's a Wonderful Life was also released in the summer or something like that. Okay, so let's start. So define. No, this says it's a it's a wonderful life. December nineteenth uh, release date, December twentieth, nineteen forty six. How are you going to define this window? November first. I would say yeah, November first. How about that? Okay. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, I don't. Is that a that feels like a Halloween slash Christmas See, movie? Is, honestly, I think it's it's clearly a Christmas movie. It's just based in a world where like everything's a Halloween. Uh, yeah, character. to me, I feel like I I watch I could watch that around Halloween and I could watch that around Christmas. But okay, what is it called again? A Nightmare Before Christmas. That came out October thirteenth. Okay. See, I think that's kind of like a Halloween. That's movie. That's fair. Well, this is number twelve. Okay. Of this list I'm looking at on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Number twelve. Hard die. Hard die. What die is hard. that? Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Keep going. Um. Let's pick Edward Scissorhands. Is that a Christmas movie? I don't think of that as a Christmas movie, but I guess does it take place in Christmas? It was released on December seventh, nineteen ninety. All right. When was when did Elf come out? Ooh, Elf. By the way, I, I think I mentioned this. Were you on? I think I said it this week. I think that's my favorite Christmas movie now. We watch it every year. November 7th, 2003. Okay. Uh, this is an interesting one. I believe this is this is definitely a Christmas movie, but when did Gremlins come out? Oh, that was a summer movie for sure. But I don't know if Grim Is Gremlins a Christmas movie? I, I think guess? so. Okay. <laughs> Isn't the whole part of the movie about finding a Christmas gift? I, I'm not even sure. I don't even remember the movie. So maybe it is. Okay, so we've got two. Now, this out of 12... Okay. This is not a Christmas movie. I mean... This list sucks. This, this is... This, this, I'm just randomly picking. Okay. Uh, this one says Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. I guess it kind of is. I guess if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then Batman Returns is kind of... Yeah, if that's um, the thing. If Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then so is Batman Returns. So right, what is... About, what did Bad Santa come out? Bad Santa was definitely like a November thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure. November 26, 2003. Right. Okay. Did you want Bad Santa 2 actually wasn't terrible? I didn't no, think. No, it's not. When did Home Alone that come out? That was November 15th. Okay, that was November 15th for Bad Santa 2. Home Alone is November 10th. Well, November 16th across the United States. Apparently, it came out in Chicago first, maybe because it was filmed there. Yeah, I think. Right. November 16th. Okay. Okay, I think you're right. <laughs> Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. November 20th. All right. Just saying. I'll take the L on this one. No, that's fine. A lot of people are dying on that hill with you. 
and it's not a big deal. It's I think m- Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Okay, that's see if you believe in your heart that it's a Christmas movie no, and you I, watch no, it. No, I'm dying. I'm I'm taking the L on that. Christmas movies always come out between November. Oh, okay. And- okay, that's fine. We know my family. We um, probably not this year just because I'm not taking a less than one year old to a movie theater because I'm not a terrible person. Um, we would always go see Christmas movies on Christmas. Yes, it's like a tr- tradition of ours. Uh-huh. Can I tell you the worst decision we ever made? Uh, the worst decision you ever made. Uh, going to see a movie on Christmas. This movie came out on Christmas Day or like two days before Christmas. Gangs of New York. No, and it made every single person in the movie theater, every grown ass man in this movie theater, cry like a little baby. Uh, Brian song. Marley too. and me. Marley and me. When the dog dies at the hey! end. Hey! <laughs> Spoilers! Come on, man! I haven't seen it. But they like promote this movie as this like cute family movie and yeah. then the dog dies at the end and it came out on Christmas. Come on, dude. Uh, I've actually never seen that and one of the reasons I've never seen it is because I figured from people talking about it that the dog dies at the end. I'm like, I ain't got time for that. Yeah. I don't want to get invested for two hours in like this cute, sweet puppy and then just watch it die. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. I don't need another old yeller. Did they put it down in the back with a shotgun like no, old yeller? No, no, no. <laughs> hey, Marley, look away. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's terrible. It is terrible. You know what the uh do you have like a guilty pleasure Christmas movie that you know is terrible but you love watching it? Um I have a very easy one. Not really. For me. Jing- not really. Jingle all the way. I don't see I don't hate Jingle all the way. I think it well, on its face it's it's like campy and terrible, not well sure. written. It's hokey. But That's fair. I used to love it when I was a kid, and me and my brother and sister, and now my sister's kids, we watch it on Christmas now. When I go, when I get off of this show at three o'clock, and I head straight home, first thing I'm going to do is I'm getting tamales. Mom's got tamales. I'm eating tamales. And then second thing I'm going to do is we're probably going to put on Jingle All the Way. It's a Christmas tradition, we, unlike any other. Why are we getting pizza? Why don't we just get have tamales brought to us? Oh, well, I guess I mean that's harder to get delivered, right? Could, should no, should we tell? Should we talk about what's happening with our pizza? Why didn't you just have your mom bring us tamales? She's sick, dude. My mom's not your tamale lady, bro. That's Christmas. Yeah, she's not feeling well. She's not feeling Fine. well. Yes, we should talk about our pizza and how it's being delivered. So we're getting our pizza, and this guy's picking it up a couple miles away. He's picking it up on a bike. Have you ever ordered? Let's say it rhymes with Schmuber Schmeets. I have, and have you ever had anybody bring it to you on a bike? I'm giving this guy. I'm giving this guy an extra tip. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. See, you gotta make sure. Okay. If if everything if everything turns out normal, because like there's what if we open the the box? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying if everything turns out normal, if we open up the box and the pizza's not flipped upside down, that's what I'm worried about here. That's okay because he's on a bike. Yeah. (laughs) If the pizza's not flipped upside down, and we did order soda because pizza and soda just go together like peanut butter and jelly. If our so we have to wait down like that thing is going to be like nuclear. We have to wait for a while for that soda to to kind of calm down from all the bike riding on these on the West Timer. Yeah, I've never had anybody bring me any food from a bike. I don't think. Well, I, you know what? Honestly, I probably have, but only in Chicago. I have too, but only in downtown Houston from another pizza place. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, in, and they only deliver to downtown, like in a two mile radius. Hmm. Well, all right. This dude is bringing this stuff over on the bike. It's going to be 10 minutes longer than we thought it was going to be. But if everything's normal, this guy is driving around. I mean, biking around people's food on Christmas Eve. Got to help this young man out. Got to respect the grind, man. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, we'll see you in a bit. 
young man. He should be here in like 10 minutes. And on that note, we're going to take a top of the hour break here on Sports Talk 790. Ross Villarreal with you. You want to get in? Anything goes Friday. 713-212-5790 is the phone number. 713-212-5790. This is the Matt Thomas Show. 101 p.m. here on Sports Talk 790. Ross Villarreal, Joe George with you on an Anything Goes Friday and a New Year's... Wait, what? New Year's Eve? Christmas Eve? I can't, whatever. I can't keep track. It's Christmas Eve. All right, fine. Christmas is tomorrow, and we are discussing a number of things here on the phone lines. It is an Anything Goes Friday, Christmas Eve edition. Coming up at 1.30, we will have non-Florida stories coming up in... Two hours, 2.30. Now, okay, look, I'm really not looking to debate this because obviously people are set in their ways and they're not going to change their minds. This is another reason why if you see my Twitter account, at SportsRV, I'm not want to get into political arguments. Certainly not in the air. I don't like to get in in arguments in general. I'm generally like a non-confrontational type of person for the most part, unless I get backed into a corner or there's a situation where there is something wrong and I feel like it needs to be righted. Then maybe if and only then... I will get involved in some sort of like mild confrontation. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Okay. So there have been people arguing about this and I don't necessarily want to argue with it, but so that's why I'm not sure what the topic will be on, uh, on the fantasy five coming up in two 30. I ardently believe that the that die hard is not a Christmas movie. And that's fine. If you believe that and you love it in your heart and every time it starts getting a little cool in the air and well, we're still waiting for that here in Houston, Texas, and it starts getting closer to Christmas time and you want to sit down with the classics and it's, it's a wonderful life and miracle on 34th street and Christmas vacation and die hard. And that's what you want to do. That's totally fine. Doesn't bother me. That's all cool. You just know you're wrong, and, and that's all right. We'll move on from there. So I don't know what the topic is going to be from uh, the, on the Fantasy Five, but we definitely have that probably coming. I want to do Christmas maybe songs. We've obviously already done that with Matt Thomas, and one of the issues with the uh, one of the issues with the Fantasy Five is we've done pretty much everything that you can think of that's worth drafting. Best sports movies, best Christmas movies, Christmas songs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's why we don't do it every week. It used to be an every week bit. And those were the fun times and those are the good times and the all for nothing days. But we don't do that anymore because we just have so many topics to cover. So with Matt out, we can do something that we haven't done before and we can do Christmas movies or Christmas songs. I'm really not a Christmas music guy. Oh, you don't like the songs because you worked in retail forever. Yeah. You want to do worse Christmas songs? No, because I tried that. We came up with a list. We did that as well. You told me to stop playing them. Yeah. I don't want to hear them every break. Yeah, but if, okay, but we can't do songs because then we're going to have to cut them off and play them. Oh, but no, no, by we, you mean you. Yeah, that's a lot of work. No, you know what? I told you, know, you're right. It's Christmas Eve. You're having to carry a lot of the burden up here. Yeah, I'm here for the next six hours. Five hours. (laughs) Yeah, you're basically on it. It's it's the Joe show. Is it Joe 790 today? It is the Joe show. It's Joe. The Joe show coming soon. Joe Talk 790 is basically what we got here today. Joe Talk 790? Yes. I'm here. We're going to have to maybe change the name of our station at this point because of how much you're on here. We have that sign, by the way. uh, Do you see that in front of you? The ESPN 790, the sports animal? Those are the good old days. That's how long I've been working here. When we first started, we had dropped the ESPN. 
A little history, folks, for you in radio. It started off as ESPN 790, then the sports ESPN 790, the sports animal, which I don't, what does that even mean? What is a sports animal? Oh, it's just those corny names of like the OG radio station. 790, the sports animal, the ticket, the hub, the the fan. Every the score, it seems like every yeah. every everything is the score, the fan, or the ticket wherever yeah. you go across the country. Oh, I get it because it's sports related. I actually like the straightforward name of of our station. It's Sports Talk 790. What do they do on there? I think it's pretty straightforward. I think you can figure it out. Yeah, well, okay, wait a minute. Maybe it should be sometimes Sports Talk 790 and sometimes whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie Talk 790 because that seems to come up every single year. And then, so, we used to have this blazer, this Chevy blazer that was wrapped in, like, a sports animal red, white, and blue colors, and it had teeth on the hood. And so when we dropped the sports animal... When we flipped to Sports Talk 790, I believe that's when we brought over Matt and Adam, Matt Jackson and Adam Wexler, and then we had an event at one. You know how they do the monster truck shows, and we give away tickets for that. Yeah, they had a they had an event at one of those. 790 is killing the animal, and they took that blazer and they like crushed it with monster trucks. That's awesome. Yeah, can we rebrand Sports Talk 790 just to do that again? Well, I think our we have a. We have a Toyota Sequoia that was wrapped, but I think it's I think that thing's out of commission. Is that the one you crashed? I hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I would oh, call man. it he didn't give us our soda. Sorry. Dude, you didn't get our soda? I'm calling this guy right now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Can I call him? Do we not get one? Oh, I'm upset. No, he didn't give it to us. Oh, I'm heated. He's not getting a big tip anymore. Wait, what? Just message him. Like, yeah, we didn't get our soda. I can't message. The, 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 the order's closed now. You have to file a complaint. I'll get a refund for it. I've got I've ordered from them and, and they'll just refund you for whatever you didn't get. All right, so back on you. You know what? Maybe car. my man needed a needed a two liter of soda more than he we did. He wasn't out of breath. He was fine. <laughs> he was dude, he got down here quick. Yeah, he, well he didn't have to worry about a soda. I was <laughs> You think maybe he was like, I'm not taking that. Probably. All right, so you crashed the 790 car. Okay, first of all, why I, I, why are you putting me on blast? Second of all, it was a fender bender and it was not my Anything fault. Anything goes Friday. It not not anything goes and put Ross on blast. <laughs> oh, why not? I got in a fender bender like a few months ago in one of the 790 vans. It was first of all, this is the first I've been driving since I was 14. This is the first, and I'm old. This is the first accident I've caused ever outside of actually like hitting another car. Now, when I was like 16, I hit one of the uh, in the, my mom's parking space in an apartment complex. I hit the the mirror on a pole. And also, when I was in Lincoln Green Estates, there was I still maintain that that mailbox was leaning out into the street, and I might have hit a mirror. I've broken two mirrors. That's basically been the extent of me causing accidents. This was the first accident I ever got in, and it wasn't my fault, Joe. Okay, okay so this lady, so we were on an underpass. 
This lady had clear room to go, and she started to go, and so I looked to my right to see if I could go as well, and I kind of just let off. I didn't even really hit the gas. I let off the brake, and she had started going, so in my mind she was gone, but then she stopped for no reason. So I... I a little tap, tap, tap a So what was your least favorite moment? When you got the tap, tap, tap a in the 790 car or when you ran out of gas? Why are you... <laughs> Dude, that wasn't my fault either. All right? Whose the, fault was it? I was going... This is your turn to return the favor. Whose fault was it? Uh, I don't want to name any names, Why but not? somebody I... didn't put any gas in the car. Schmish Morty. <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. And so when I was so when I picked when I had the van, I was going 37 miles. And when I went to the van, it said like 56 miles to empty. I'm like, well, I should be straight. So I so literally like not even probably like 0.1 miles away from my destination to Big City Wings, I ran out of gas. Because I was running a little late because there were issues with me getting equipment. That's another story. That, that day, you're actually favorite. triggering me talking about that day. <laughs> that that day was the that ever. was one of the biggest headaches of my life. What favorite phone call? When I got a phone call from Matt, <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, Ross straight out of gas, dude." It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I I, I got more if you want. What? No. I got what else, else did I do? No. I Yo, got go ahead. Else. I can go to your mailbox and you find out. Oh, when I got written up? I'm still protesting those. All right. I haven't been written up in eight years, okay? That's, that's, that's why pretty good. I think we can revisit them and read them. And the only time, I'm not going to do that. And the only reason I got written up was because of Adam Clanton. I, I, I'll blame, I'm, I'm not, as you can see, I'm not taking responsibility for any of my shortcomings. Any, any of my shortcomings. That's just how I roll. I'm not going to admit fault in anything. Why would I do that? No. Maybe it was my fault a little bit. Maybe I could have put some gas in the car, but I didn't think I was had. I, we were having issues acquiring some of the equipment, and I won't name any other names, but I was also having issues. I was waiting on somebody to pick up some of the giveaway stuff that we were giving away, and so time was running short, and it said 50-something miles to empty, so I thought I was going to make it. Yeah, that's not your fault, that one. I thought I was going to make it, and I was so close. So close. And many blessings to the guy who hopped out of his truck and helped me push that van. Do you think it was a listener? I don't think so. No, he, was a he, he would probably call. He, he would probably make fun of you. Or he would, yeah. I mean, he clearly had no idea who I, what I worked for or who I, who I was. He was just a super nice, good Samaritan citizen. Which, that's good payback, because I've helped people push their cars into the gas twice, at least that I can remember. So, you know what? I'm I glad I got the good I karma. I've done that. I've done it twice. Once in Austin and once in Houston. So... There you go. Fair. Now, anything, any, any other shortcomings of mine you want to bring up? No, I think you're a great person. Yeah, thanks. I can tell. Appreciate it. I'm just talking about your car troubles. That's all. <sighs> you cause one accident. You run out of gas once. I mean, I don't know if I'd ever run out of gas ever in my life. I never have. I've gotten close. I'm trying to remember if I did. Well, that was the day. I will say my you changed my life because now I don't trust my own car. You shouldn't. After you told me that story about how it said you had X miles left, <laughs> and then you ran out. Yes. I don't trust my own car anymore. Well, see, this is the problem too. It didn't. It did. The miles didn't run down to zero. At some point, it just put up a graphic of a gas, like a gas. Uh, what would you call it? Nozzle or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, okay, and, and I didn't. I wasn't watching it the whole time because I knew I thought I was safe. I was like, well, this gas nozzle picture is showing up, but. It said 50-something miles to empty, so I should be good. I wasn't. I ran out of gas. 
and now I'm talking about it on the air. All right, anything goes Friday very clearly here on Sports Talk 790. We got non-Florida stories coming up at 1:30. We have Fantasy 5 or don't we? Coming up at 2:30. You want to get in 713-212-5790 the phone number. 713-212-5790. Craig Ackerman here. When I'm not calling Rockets basketball, I'm following at @sportsrv on Twitter. You're listening to the Matt Thomas Show on Sports Talk 790. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's Buble season. It is. The man is cashing in. Oh, dude, I heard him. He was on a Tim Patrick show yesterday. Was he? And like, talking about like his 10-year anniversary of this. He must make just millions and millions and millions every Christmas. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, hmm. Some of these, apparently... Okay, I don't know. I tried to Google Christmas royalties. Michael Buble. Apparently it's in the millions. Every year. Damn. So if you can just do that, if you can just come out with some good covers of Christmas songs, you'll be totally fine. I guess, going forward for the rest of your musical career. All right, 713-212-5790 is the phone number here. 713-212-5790. The Houston Texans taking on the Chicago... Wait, what? The, uh, what are they called? The San Diego Chargers. Shut up. That's wrong, too. Wait, what? Oh, God, the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to call them San Diego Chargers, I think, forever. I think... For some reason, Las Vegas Raiders I've gotten more used to. For I think it flows better. Like Las Vegas Raiders. It sounds cool. It sounds it's like something you used to. San Diego Chargers just sounds more normal. I think I actually think part of it's because they stayed in California. And well, what do you mean? Like I guess it's like they went from they went from San Diego to LA. Yeah. They went down the street. Where like Oakland, <sighs> they left the state. So like it's it is very different, and that's when the L.A. Rams was the L.A. Rams. That one's also easier for me to yeah. uh, to get acclimated to as state. well. Like they were in St. Louis, they went back to L.A. Like if Oakland goes to Vegas, you're not gonna you'll you'll easily catch on to calling them the Vegas A's. Hey, we're gonna get in a lot of trouble if that happens. Why you and me Vegas trips <laughs> once a year to watch the Astros? Yeah, why not? What's the problem with that? I'm gonna be broke, bro. Uh, well, the uh, don't the Texans go to Vegas next year? They do. There we go. Can we go? Although then you have to watch the Texans. I'd like to. I think we should. I think the whole station um, should go. Obviously, the schedule isn't out. We don't know what week that's going to be. But let's say it's in the first four weeks of the season, and it's the Houston Texans versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Who are the starting quarterbacks in that game? Davis Mills. Ooh, and Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson. Derek Carr. See, I think it, the answer is probably Derek, but it does feel like they'll be in the market for one of the bigger name quarterbacks. Um, what's Derek Carr's quarterback situation? I mean, uh, contract situation. He doesn't have too much left. Only like I think there's like two years left. Okay, I know they signed him to a big deal a couple of years ago, and I mean, to me, Derek Carr is the perfect definition of like a replacement level quarterback yeah he is like the, a, he's average last year he's an average quarterback he's not gonna you're not gonna win a lot of games because of Derek Carr he's not gonna cost you a lot of games this year 
19 touchdowns, 11 picks, 4,000 plus yards. Numbers look fairly good, but he's not going to wow you for the most part. He might pop off for a game here and there, but never feels like Derek Carr is just completely in. You, there's never like a minute 36 with two timeouts left and you're and the team is down one and you're like, oh crap, you should not have given the ball back to Derek Carr. You guys have messed up. He is going to win this one for sure. So you mean like in the last game when the uh, Raiders gave up a lead and he drove down the field and got a game-winning field goal? Yeah, exactly. He's capable of it. See, I'm, But I, I don't think you're worried about it. It's funny. This has come up a bunch this week with Wex. I'm very pro Derek Carr. Okay. Like I think Derek Carr... You they, think he's what? They've got a top a, I think he's 12? just outside the top 10. Okay, yeah. He's fine. Like, that's, like, he's there's 32 bad, teams, so he's, he's average. Exactly. He's got a bad offensive line. They have a terrible defense. He's had a number one wide receiver for about six weeks in his career because then Henry Ruggs became a terrible person. So what would Derek Carr do in a different situation? I think he would be like, I don't think he is Kirk Cousins. I know like that's the comparison very often that you're not going to win with him. You think he's better than Kirk Cousins? I do. I think if you put him on a better better situation, Mm. like I think if you put him in Washington, they're much better. uh, Yeah, the number number one uh, receiver argument I suppose is there because Kirk Cousins has had some good receivers there in Minnesota but I guess yeah because he had Stefan Diggs and then he had well I guess Kyle Rudolph I don't know who else were the really good wide receivers that he had over there but then Thielen emerged and, and now of course Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is just insane yeah I don't know I think of Kirk Cousins as slightly better than Derek Carr, but I'm with you that it's not like some kind of crazy one is clearly better than the other, and and if I take Kirk Cousins, it's he's great, and Derek Carr is terrible, and, well, and you're going to be much of more of a disadvantage. I'm pretty sure Derek Carr is not 2-9 and nine in Monday Night Football games. So what? What does that matter? Kirk Cousins chokes in the primetime. Kirk Cousins is he fit. Don't win. He's. It, it's, I don't think he's in the middle of throw of a of a five step drop saying, "Oh my God, I can't find my receivers he's, because this is a Monday night game." He's two, uh, he's two no. Nine on so night what? It's just a statistical outlier. I, I don't think there's. You think he just gets scared? I don't know what it is. So it's Monday win. night. So it throws off his routine and it throws off whatever he ate on Monday and he just gets scared and starts throwing picks or something I mean, on Monday night. Maybe he's a 12 o'clock guy. He only wins at 12. <laughs> okay, I get Maybe. I don't know. Or just, maybe it's there's not really a whole lot behind it. I don't think Kirk Cousins is scanning the field and looking for his great receivers that he has and is like, uh, it's Monday night. I'm not going to be able to make this throw. No, I, I don't think that's the case. But all he does is lose. That's not true. He's fifty. His in his entire career as a starter. This is perfect for Kirk Cousins. He's fifty-eight, fifty-eight, and two. That's incredible. <laughs> He's exactly five hundred. That's impressive. I would say so. Derek Carr fifty-four and seventy. But quarterback uh, wins are not necessarily a quarterback stat. Mac Jones. Well, I will say this. Case number one. I think the prime example of why. You know, Kirk Cousins is you can't win with him. And I don't think you know the answer totally still with Derek Carr. Is what happened the one time Kirk Cousins went down in the playoffs? Houston Cougar legend Case Keenum took yes. them to the NFC title game. That's true. No Kirk Cousins. Do you think? Well, we can't say that that wouldn't have happened without Kirk Cousins. We don't know that. But he's never done the NFC title game before. Okay. Well, how many AFC title games has, has Derek Carr been to? No, I'm just saying, like, if if you're if you put Mariota in, are they gonna all of a sudden be 
substantially better. Well, he's going to get three yards of carry. That's what the history has shown hurt. us. Yeah, get, get hurt at some point. I just think I'm not I'm not anti Derek Carr. So, but when the Texans play, no, you you seem very pro Derek Carr, yeah. which is bizarre. I find bizarre. I'm pro Derek Carr. Yes, you just think he has beautiful eyelashes, and I just think if he was in a better situation, like I think he would be much like I think he would have much more success. I think he's good, not great. I think it's a terrible organization from top to bottom for the most part. I think he, I think, I mean, I'm really not much from disagreeing from what you said of, of just outside the top 10. Yeah. As far as if we're ranking quarterbacks, yeah, he's probably somewhere, he's 10 to 15-ish. But I, I'll be curious what the Raiders do in the offseason, because if Derek Carr is one year left on his contract, do you really want to pay him again, or do you try to move on and get someone else? Like, do you go for Russell Wilson and then move Derek Carr? I think they swing for the fences first, right? Because I imagine, I don't know what, uh, I would have to find. If Chucky was still there? I would say for sure, like Aaron Rodgers would be the Raiders quarterback next year. But now that Mike Mayock seems to be, I don't know if he'll keep his job because it's been pretty bad. And if I was the Raiders, I might look at a full reset. Yeah, if they cut him this year, according to over the cap, they will not take any dead cap penalty. They'll save $20 million in cap space if they cut Derek Carr in this offseason. So his guaranteed money looks like it's done. Well, if it's Watson versus Carr. As in... Deshaun Watson, the Raider. Derek Carr, the Texan. Watson as the Raider feels right. They're not talking about... He would take about. his number, too, right? They're both number four, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I You got to think they're in the mix. There's probably There should be 20... There should be at least 16 teams in the mix on Deshaun Watson. Pending legal uh, ramifications? Yeah. But that's Action? not going to be done. Yeah, so what happened? Is he supposed to be deposed in February? Yeah, so the legal stuff is playing out right now a little bit behind the scenes, and that should be done by January. I saw Amy Dash reported. And then he gets deposed in February, I think it is, but it can be deposed for like 40 hours. No, that's not right. I think it's April. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, well, I guess we'll figure it out. He needs to just, you just need to settle up, Deshaun. But what's weird is that there was the report from Mike Florio that they were going to settle 18 of the 22, or the 18 of the 22 women were willing to settle and the other four weren't. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I didn't see that from Florio. Yeah, so he said that's why, so he said in that last minute of the Dolphins trade, 18 of the women agreed to settle, but four withheld, but then it all, but then, so Deshaun's camp must be all or nothing. <laughs> Can you imagine settling... 22 cases? Wow. <laughs> All right. On that note, I'm going to take a break here. It is the Matt Thomas Show. Without Matt Thomas, Ross Vireal, Joe George with you till 3 o'clock. Phone lines are open at 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Florida Stories next here on Sports Talk 790. If you can buy Rockets gear on it... You can hear us on it. That's amazing. Listen live for free on any smart device.
thought you said you were going to play good ones. You don't like T-Swift? Are you a Swifty? I'm not, but I like her music. I don't have a problem right, with so it. so you're a Swifty. All right. I don't actively listen to it. Okay. I don't hate it. What? Hey, I got great news for Chicago Bears fans, if you know oh, any. God. Coach Nagy has announced that Nick Foles will start at quarterback in Seattle. Oh! I guess I'm not watching the Bears game Sunday. Why not? I'm a pass on that. You're not a big Nick Foles guy? No. I don't see what the big deal is. All right, we'll get non-Florida stories in just a second, but Eddie in Paraland is ringing. Eddie, go ahead. Hey, Merry Christmas, gentlemen. To you as well. I got a... I'm having a little trouble wrapping my head around this Nick Casario issue with the headset. Um, the guy was in New England, and Bill Belichick, who's got more playoff wins than anyone in history, he's got eight combined Super Bowls, he felt it was valuable in winning games to have Nick Casario on the headset. So I don't understand why in Houston, when David Culley is on the other end of the headset, why it's an issue. Um, well, Eddie, I believe from what I read, now you can correct me if I'm wrong, when Casario was on the headset in New England, he was not getting input and telling Bill Belichick what to do. He was observing. He's Yeah, but he's obviously giving me input. That's why he's on the headset. No, I mean, what, he wouldn't be on the I'm headset. just going to tell you, what I read was from when Nick Casario was in New England, he was observing and just listening. He wasn't saying, hey, Bill Belichick, I think you should go for two here. Hey, Bill Belichick, I think you should, uh, you should, you know, let the other team score so that we can win. He wasn't doing that and he wasn't gui being the guiding hand of Bill Belichick and teaching him how to coach. The issue no, here is that David Culley what is is having the guiding hand of Nick Casario and that's not even really the big issue to me. If if Nick Casario thinks that his head coach is so in over his head that he needs to be on the headset and tell him how to make decisions in the game, that's fine. But what really bothered me was that David Culley said he it did not compute for him. There is time running down on the clock and they were already in scoring position were the New England Patriots. So the Texans, the only way for them to win that game or have a chance at winning that game so they could have time left on the clock was to allow the Patriots to score. This has been happening in football for years. And David Culley said that did not compute for him. This is a guy who's been in the NFL since 1996 and been around football. He's 65. I'm going to imagine he's been around football for like 50-plus years. So if he's been around football for 50-plus years, it shouldn't not compute. Those are his words. It did not compute. It should not not compute. So he should figure it out. It should compute for him to let them score and allow the Texans to get the ball back to try to win the football game. There's no reason that that shouldn't have computed for David Culley. I agree with you. Totally agree with you. Um, and going back to the headset issue with New England, I believe he was talking, I, I've heard otherwise, where he, he was talking to McDaniel more more than anything so it was um but i agree with i it, agree with you on cully he's not here for his for his coaching ability honestly he's on the team for the same reason mark ingram was for their attitude for keeping it positive when we knew this season was going to be a dumpster fire that's the reason he's there he's we, we all know he's not the long-term you know answer so doesn't matter to me one way or the other but you know, I just don't see some other – that's your only issue with it. I, I get it. But there are other people who have issues with him being on the headset. And my whole thing is he has picked up more with his years on the headset in New England than Cully has ever picked up, never even being a coordinator. So it just 
it, it, it befuddles me why people just are, are in such a big dither about this. It, it makes no sense. You guys yeah. have a good no. All right, Eddie. Yeah, I, I'm not. Look, it just it just speaks to the David Culley's in over his head. I mean, you just said it yourself, Eddie. He he should know what he he's been a a, a wide receivers coach for decades. He should know certain things about managing games, or he he should know he he shouldn't have to have somebody basically babysitting him throughout the game. Yeah. So it's it's been reported by or not reported, but there is this back and forth between like Mike Florio and Albert Breer about this, and then. Uh, Tom Curran, who's a reporter for Boston, uh, who covers the Patriots, said his understanding was it was a more speak when spoken to. Yeah, that's that's the way that I read it as well. I and didn't I'm, read that. I didn't read that Nikki C was in the headset going, "Hey, Bill, I think you should go for two here, dude." No, it's just, it wasn't like that. But I'm sure that's what he's doing. With and that's fine. Look, I, like I said, I don't care. You need to give your coach a helping hand because he's in over his head. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. But honestly, like if that's what we're gonna do here. If David Culley's not going to call the offense, you correct. He's not going to call the defense, correct. He's not going to make those decisions, I'm correct. Not, I'm not even being a smart ass. What? Like, what does he do? Then why is Nick Casario just not the head coach? <laughs> well, I'm not even being a smart ass. <laughs> but like, seriously, if David Culley has no role on this team besides to take bullets from the media, which is basically all he's doing, and in-game situations, Nick Casario is making the decision. Then why is Nick Casario just not the head coach? Yeah, he's like a. Um, now, I don't want that. Just to be clear, but it just what are we doing? You know how they have like uh, basically certain like imperialist countries will take over a territory and install a leader sure. who is going to be their puppet. That's happened a few times throughout history. Basically, that's what Jack Easterby and Nick Casario staged a hostile to- takeover of the Texans, and they installed a puppet leader. That's basically what happened. That's that's Texans football for you here. Okay, so yeah, we don't have time for non-Florida stories right now. I guess we'll get to it in the next segment here. But seven one three two one two five seven ninety is the phone number if you want to get in. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety. And yeah, I, I don't really have. I, I found it interesting that Nick Casario was on the headset because I thought it would be more of uh, an observational standpoint and role. As it was apparently in New England, according to Tom Curran, who had been covering for the the Patriots for years. We used to have him on the show here, actually, on the Matt Thomas show, and then he got too big and stopped responding to my texts. Ah, so I hate when that happens. That's fine. He's a big deal. He's on a long list of people who became too big of a deal to respond to my texts on this show, and Don't ever that's be okay. like that, Ross. I never would. Always text me back. <laughs> I, I will always text you back, Joe. Thank you. Just for you. You and you only. Not Jacob. Um, We'll see. Well, when he's well, he's when he's hosting his uh, his show in Baton Rouge, Tiger Times with Jacob Beck. I'll go on a show. Talk about Alex Bregman. We'll talk about like the LSU Texas Texas Bowl matchup or something like that. Nice. Yeah, Alex Bregman, or I don't know Joe Burrow or something like that. Get in on that. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, okay, whatever. David Cully doesn't know what he's doing. He needs Romeo Cornell. And Nick Casario on in the headset to tell him what he's doing. And actually, that's, the, the big, uh, that bothered me more. The, it's uh, Cren- that's, the Cornell part. Well, it probably bothers Romeo. Yeah, you why? think Romeo's like, hey, can I not be the head coach? Exactly. Or? He was the interim head coach who kept him, and now he's helped making his decisions. Literally, why did you just not keep him in place? I don't know. Like, I honestly, I don't get it. I guess you. It's easier to sell to the fan base that we're not sticking with Romeo Cornell. We're going with a fresh face. But then that fresh face was David Culley. Exactly. If, if it was Eric Bieniemy, different conversation. But I mean, yeah, 
but they can't control it. I mean, Eric Benemy's probably not cool with them being on the headset and telling him what to do throughout the game. See, so, so part of me wonders if Nick Casario realized early on that this is something that David Cully needs. Not something. You think maybe like week one he wasn't on the headset, but then he realized yeah, that's, that could be true. That like Nick because David Cully yeah. was screwing up every game management's decision from week one. Yeah, so maybe it's more like Nick Casario was only on there to be a lending ear if needed, but then when David Cully was getting things wrong, then Nick Casario was like, "I'm gonna get more involved here." Honestly, I thought it was weird that like he's just been so upfront with it because if I was a head coach, I wouldn't want people to know that. It's just now. Look, I, I am. I am I on every headset line in all thirty-two NFL teams. No, but it feels like, just from what I've heard and from following the sport for years, that what's happening in Texanville, on Kirby, at NRG, and at stadiums around the country with the Texans is not normal. It's not normal. And David Cully clearly is in over his head, but I, and I think he's going to be back next year. Oh, I did too. Your week one head coach for the Houston Texans, David Culley. Well, because the rebuild hasn't started yet. Yeah. Well, so I hope it starts. It'll start this offseason with the third pick in the draft. Second. They're going to get the second pick. I'm confident. You think Jacksonville's going to beat the Jets this I think, weekend? I think the Lions are going to win one more game. Okay. Their schedule, they, I believe they have. Yeah, they have. First of all, they have the Falcons this week. We know the Falcons suck. Then they have the Seahawks. That's a winnable game as well. Then the Packers. The Packers could very well have clinched the number one seed by that point. I wouldn't expect Aaron Rodgers to play in that game. Yeah, exactly. So I, have, I think the Lions win another surgery. game. Texans need to lose out, and they'll get the number two pick. All right, 713-212-5790 is the phone number if you want to get in. 713-212-5790. Non-Florida Stories in a second. Hey, it's Matt here to remind you that you're not going to pay any more than MSRP at Classic Chevy Sugarland and Classic Chevy Highway 6. A lot of dealerships are doing just the opposite, raising their prices. Not going to happen with Jeff and Tiffany Sebastian over at Classic Chevy Sugarland, where they are the GM dealers of the year 11 years in a row. If you go to the Classic Highway 6 location, that's going to be open the day after Christmas on the 26th. Relax and enjoy the difference right now at ClassicChevySugarland.com and ClassicChevyHighway6.com. Remember that Highway 6 location at Beechnut open on Sunday the 26th. This is Major Watson. I'm stationed here in Lonsdale, Germany at Lonsdale Regional Medical Center. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to my family. I love you. And how about Lance McCullers? Hey, it's Lance McCullers. Back to Matt Thomas. Curveball swinging a miss strike three. On Sports Talk 790, your home for Houston Astros baseball. Ah, the non-Florida music just warms your heart on a Christmas Eve here on Sports Talk 790. Ross Villarreal, Joe George with you. So the way that Matt sells this segment is that every other radio show does a lazy segment where you just find Florida stories, and anyone can do that. And, well, quite frankly, I'm a big fan of Florida men stories because they're quite funny. For example... I got a couple Florida... No, I'm just going to read a couple headlines for you, Joe. Okay. Florida man with drugs around penis denies they were his. Oh. Uh, Florida man... Who's would they be? Florida man punched 16-year-old girl who accidentally cut him off in traffic. Yikes. Um, Florida man... 
Driving a Maserati arrested after high-speed chase in Florida turns out to be a 43-time felon. Wow, 43 felons? That seems a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Yeah. Oh, that was, by the way, cocaine and meth attached to this man's manhood, and he said they weren't his drugs. Anyways, but non-Florida stories are very entertaining as well. And Joseph, I'm going to let you go first. Yep, we're going to the New York Post here, so credible website? Yes. Okay. And now we head to North Korea. Oh, no. Are you familiar with Squid Game? Yes. I actually just finished it last week. Uh, I finished like two weeks ago. Your thoughts? What do you think about the ending? It's fine. I didn't like it. Um, it didn't feel like that. How did you watch it? Did you do the English dub over? or I did, yes, the English dub over. Yeah, I did too. Which I thought I should have, maybe was a mistake, and I should have done subtitles. Yeah, because there's a show called uh, on Netflix called Money Heist. Of course, option three is getting fluent in Korean and then and then watching it. Yeah, there's this, uh, it's a show called Money Heist, but it's all in Spanish, but there's English dub over. Okay. And I watched that like that, so uh-huh. I figured, I was like, oh, I can watch this. I kind of regret it. Yeah, I, I think I should have done, maybe just done subtitles, but that's okay. All right, a North Korean man. Was in China. China. And he brought back to North Korea a USB containing Squid Game on it. Okay. Squid Game is banned in North Korea. It is? And he started showing it and giving it to high school students. Huh. What do you think happened next? Uh... I mean, I have a guess at the top of my head, and I hope I'm wrong. What do you think it is? He's put to death. Death by firing squad. Oh, my God. For for illegally bringing in Squid Game and showing it to students and other people because it's banned Hmm. in North Korea. Wow. All right, Joe. Thanks for that uplifting story. Yep. Um, I mean, how to... It's not my worst one. What was your worst one? I don't even know. I had some bad ones. You have had some bad ones, but that's okay, Joe. I was it's a work th- in progress. I was kind of thrust into the Matt Thomas show at one point. What do you mean? Well, I wasn't the producer, and then I was the producer for and like then, and two then months. And then I was off the show, and then I'm back on the show, and then I'm on the show, and I just fill in all the time. That's okay. That's why we call you Yo-Yo around here. I'm here all the time. Yo-Yo George. Yo-Yo George. <laughs> not for my bad takes that I go back and forth on. Uh, what's your latest irresponsible hot take? I don't even remember. Okay. All right. Well, Squid Game I found entertaining. The episode when they were playing, the Marbles episode was yeah. one of the greatest episodes of television history. It's pretty good. It was amazing. It was insanely good. And then I really liked the series overall. Ending was kind of meh. I didn't feel like the character arcs would have went the way that they did. But overall, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. I think that's a pretty good grade. Okay. I will say I don't need another season, though. Are they going to do more? I feel like they have to. It's a huge Probably. Hit. Yeah, I guess so. All right. There you go. I liked it. Didn't love it. There we go. Uh, let's go with my non-Florida story. Let me take you to a place called Metairie, Louisiana. Okay. This story from WBRZ2 ABC in Louisiana in Jefferson Parish. There was a man, 31-year-old Rutledge Deus IV. He was arrested Thursday at his Metairie home after he solicited somebody for some, quote, alternative therapy. And you say, well, 
Alternative therapy. Soliciting. I think I know what that was. Not so fast, my friend. According to Louisiana State Police, Deus had posted on the internet that he was looking for someone to take care of him. He said that he was special needs and he was hiring babysitters who he would pay to change his diaper and treat him like a child. Well, it turns out Rutledge Deus is completely high functioning. And he does this because he has some kind of strange fetish where he wants a woman to change his diapers and treat him like a child. And so now, this is the second time he has been arrested for this. The troopers texted Deus, offering and he uh, offering uh, their services, I guess as undercovers, and he said he would pay them to change his diapers. He was charged with one count of human trafficking and one count of attempted human trafficking. He was also arrested for this in 2019. And then he pled the guilty to four counts of human trafficking trafficking in that investigation and was placed on probation. People are weird. So this man, of all the things that you can fetishize, clearly he has some latent mommy issues or maybe daddy issues too. I don't know, but he wants to be treated like a child and change diapers. It's really weird. Now I have a question though. Okay. Unless he was kidnapping these women or anything like that, an attempt at human trafficking. I don't know. That seems weird. So maybe he was doing something else, but if you want to pay a woman to change your diapers and treat you like a child, should that be illegal? I would say... As long as you're up front about it. If you're up front about it, probably not. Yeah, he lied and said he was special needs. Guess that's where the crime is starting? I'm not an officer. I'm not a lawyer. Uh, The human trafficking part could be if they were from out of state. Uh, Okay. Because that's something that's happening to Deshaun. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. I believe Chris Gordy is from Metairie. I don't know word yet if these guys are directly related or not. We await word from Chris Gordy as we go along. All right, there's my non-Florida story. Not much of a reaction from Joe. You all right? You basically just said these guys might be related. What? I was just kidding. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's a joke. I don't think Chris Gordy's related to everyone in Metairie. All right, moving along. Yeah, small town. It's outside of New Orleans. I don't think it's that small of a town. All right. Well, Popu- on that note. Population size. Of Metairie. Go ahead. How do you spell? M-E-T. Just get in the vicinity and let Google take the wheel. That's what I do. Uh, oh, 142,000. See? Yeah, they're probably not related. Probably not. Hour number three of the Matt Thomas Show next. Yeah. 
is the Matt Thomas Show. The number two trend in the United States of America. I don't think you'd ever guess it, Joe. Nick Foles. (sighs) Really? Come on. That's Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles, right? It is. He did win the Super Bowl MVP. You can never take that moment away from him. uh, What's trending? Okay. Well, you probably. Well, I also saw Joy Taylor was trending, and <clears throat> there are two very interesting reasons why that is trending. What do you want to do? You want to go Houston, COVID, news, or sports? Uh, let's go with Houston. What's trending in Houston? Uh, number one, Hillary Clinton wishing you a warm and wonderful Christmas Eve. Number two. Okay. Thanks. Uh, number two is a viral tweet about Popeyes. Number three, Ed Sheeran. Uh, Pop, what happened to Popeyes? Uh, someone said, "Oh, is it that tweet of the somebody got a K, uh, chicken head at KFC?" No, this says, says you simply cannot trust anyone who does not love Popeyes, and for whatever reason, it shows up trending on my Twitter. Oh, okay. Um, Ed Sheeran song, the Hawaii Bowl, which we haven't talked about. Okay. Oh, the Hawaii didn't Hawaii pull out of their own bowl? Yeah, and Memphis was the game was tonight, and they pulled out of the game last night. So Memphis was literally already in Hawaii. <laughs> I guess they get to party in Hawaii. Do they I get guess. their swag bag? Do they get their payout? I how does that happen? How, I, how do you let a school fly to Hawaii and then, unless they were there for a while, but you canceled the game within twenty four hours? Yeah. Well, I guess I mean obviously Hawaii was already there too. It's yeah. their bowl. They're in Hawaii. Would you want to play in the Hawaii Bowl if you played at the University of Hawaii? Wouldn't you want to go somewhere else? I would figure you would want to, but also home is where the heart is. It's easier for all your parents to come see the game. Yeah, because all you don't of, have to get, because all of their parents live in Hawaii. Uh, well, I would imagine a lot of them do. There's a lot of Hawaii. I would imagine more Hawaiians per capita are on Hawaii than any other team. That's probably fair. <laughs> I mean, sure, I'm sure there's some people from the West Coast and stuff like that, but uh, I don't know. Are they back to the Rainbow Warriors, by the way? Uh, uh, they are right. Yeah, I think we talked about that way a long time ago. But yeah, I think they are. All right, look, I'm, I just brought up the roster out of nowhere: Grand Prairie, Texas; American Samoa; Houston, Texas. There's more Texans than anything. Samoa, Liberty Hill; Matthew Shipley, the kicker. Is he related to Jordan and Jackson? Maybe. Georgia. Okay, you know what? I'm going through this list. You're absolutely right. These people are all from like California, Texas. Yeah, because Hawaii doesn't exactly scream like <laughs> hotbed of college football talent. Well, I mean, oh, here's somebody from Honolulu. Wide receiver, Jonah Panoke. Yeah, hardly anybody's from Hawaii on this I'm, whole roster. Because a lot of the, uh, like the, uh, you said uh, America Samoa. Yes. That's close, right? But a lot of those guys end up going to like Oregon, USC. They're Pac 12 players. The good, the really good ones. They don't stay local and play in Hawaii. Yeah. How long is the flight from American Samoa to Hawaii? It's got to be closer than probably California or something, right? I don't know. If I gave you a map. Oh, no. Could you tell me where that is? America Samoa? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Same Zero. I mean, I could hardly find Honestly, Hawaii. It could it's be a chain th- of islands somewhere in the Pacific. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. You could tell me like it's right next to Hawaii or it's one of the islands basically in Hawaii, and I would probably believe you. All right. 713-212. Does Joe know? 
We, we wanted it. We maybe we should have done that. Will Joe know? But I then we'd have to get out a whole map and a graphic and all that type of stuff. That's one of my favorite segments that yeah, we do. Is know. Will Joe know? And I ask him basic questions like who were the Axis powers in World War II? And well, he fumbles a lot of them. And that's okay. I just I get um, stage fright almost. Mm, okay, and I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm not though. I'm not stupid. But when we uh-huh. do, but when we play Will Joe No, I realize that I basically missed out on my education. You freeze up. Okay. Well, I mean, you're worried about other stuff, right? Yeah. We only have one thing in the prize vault. What is it? Uh, it's tickets to Ario Speedwagon Sticks and Loverboard on July 24th. Oh wow! Where's that at? It says. Hold on. Let me guess. Let me guess. Ario Speedwagon, Sticks, and Loverboard. I'll go Cynthia Woods. No, Woodlands. Yeah, Cynthia Woods, Mitchell Pavilion in the Woodlands. Oh. Well, this just says the Woodlands Pavilion. Yeah. it's the, Well, it, you, uh, at least it used to be called the Cynthia Woods, Mitchell Pavilion. I guess, oh, I've never been. You've never been there? No. It's an iconic Houston venue. venue. I need to go. Well, first of all, I mean, it's kind of far away. It's not, You've never been to a BuzzFest or anything like that? There's only been one BuzzFest since I got hired here. Oh, yeah. Well, pandemic has been happening, I guess. That's not true. You well, okay. Since you've been hired here, oh no, I guess how long have you worked here? Two years, two and a half. I guess there was one that my first. All right, year. look, this is what you do. But that's when like I was like no one knew me, which is still kind of true. But back was, in the day, I, I used to I used to go to every Buzzfest and I would act like I was on the promo crew, and they would have I would go around with a camera and taking a bunch of pictures, and I would say I was working, but really I would just get hammered and watch most of the concerts. Then they stopped inviting me, the promo people, because they're like, "You're not doing any work. Well, we don't have them anymore." So. <laughs> Pretend to be a promo person? <sighs> yeah, I guess. Those are some good times. Those are some really good times. Because it was all at the VIP tent at the uh, Rod Ryan knows how to party. Knows how to throw a party as well. Was there anything... Because um, you were talking about the when they smashed the animal van. Yes. Was there like a BuzzFest version that 790 used to do that we could bring back? Oh, like a... You know what? One year... It was a one-off. I thought didn't you guys we do did this beer like Olympics? when when what? Didn't you guys do beer Olympics? Yeah, Matt and Adam did. Now I feel like there was I don't know if this was cleared with the legal department, but yes, there was a series of beer Olympics that we did with Matt and Adam at some certain sports bars that shall not be named because they don't spend money with us anymore. But we went around to several locations and we had winners at every location, and then there were a finals. And the beer Olympics was basically just drinking games it was beer pong it was quarters it was uh, i can't remember what other games they played but it was basically drinking related games and if you won the beer olympics you got onto the finals and then there was a final event but i feel like somebody kind of like gotten drunk and then drive drove home and we could have been like sued by the by by their uh, the victim or something like that so i'm glad that nothing ever happened or came of that thankfully but yeah, there was the Beer Olympics. That was fun. I went. Well, well, can we try to bring it back on Saturdays? There's a story about that that I can't really tell on. Why it, not? So, ah, I just can't. Wow, you're just the. That's like the ultimate tease. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean you a, brought it up. There's a story I could tell about that, but I can't. Uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. That's all I can. It's nothing. Nothing that salacious. It's not that big of a deal. I'm just protecting the names of the innocent, and that's all. We'll leave it at that. Hey, just want you to know, Ross, uh, at FBI Houston says, from our FBI Houston family to you and yours, we wish you a safe and peaceful holiday. Are they watching us? I don't know. I just saw it on Twitter. Oh, did they, they didn't tweet at us, no, did they? No, it just came across my timeline. Okay. All right. 
Um, so yes, we did have the beer Olympics. And then another thing we did was a Texans watch party. We did it at Dave and it might've been Jillian's at the time. Maybe it was Dave and Buster's the one on Westheimer. And we had a big event and there were a lot of people there. Unfortunately, I, I recall Derek in the Galleria who recently passed was there. Uh, and we, Oh, we had a trivia contest. And everybody wanted to be on Charlie's team. And actually, Charlie got some of the questions wrong. We did an NFL trivia contest. This is what happened at that thing. Because that's when Lance Zerline was first here. They did a film study thing or something with Lance Zerline and then the Texans game. And then we had a trivia contest or something like that. We got a huge ballroom or a, a like a conference room over there. That was fun. But that was the only year that we've done that. And really, the only major parties we've had since then, unfortunately, have been... Matt Thomas, X amount of thousand of follower Twitter uh, follower parties. We had the the 10,000 one was at Hooters. And then the 20,000 one was at Little Woodrow's where we had karaoke, fun times. That was fun. And I had to Irish goodbye that one because I had a sports RV show the next day and I didn't want to get too drunk. And... That was what's the last big party? The only, the only thing I've had the last big party we had was before everything shut down. We were at when um, when Jordan hit the home run to the moon, and Deshaun Watson led the Texans back down two touchdowns against the Saints, and they still lost at Lucky's. Yes, we R. did a thing at Lucky's. I'd forgotten about that. And well, may they rest in peace. They're gone. And I get, you know what? Every year we used to do a March Madness thing where it would be the two days of the tournament. Of course, this has been a lot of difficult. First of all, March Madness was just completely outright canceled a couple of years ago. But we used to do a big thing at March Madness every year where we'd get a lot of people to knock off work on a Thursday and a Friday and or, and then we would just be somewhere for the, for the tournament and all the games. Those are some good times. You know what? Maybe we need to come up with something, Joe. Some sort of annual party. Oh, so you want me to help plan something so I could be part of the NFT still? The NFT? Yeah. No fun team? What do you mean? We're the no fun team. What do you mean? Our station? No, me and the producers. Oh, the uh, the A team? Oh, yeah, as in you have to stay inside and you don't get to yeah, go like out Tyler on location. Tyler can go because he gets off at oh, 10 a.m. Oh, I got you. No fun team gets stuck I'm sorry. Dude. I was back there for a decade. Don't feel sorry for you. Didn't go to get on trips. Didn't go to go on the remotes. Had to stay back at the station. Hold down the fort. Is the nice way of saying you don't get to go out and have fun. It is what it is, dude. Maybe no we would have to. Team. We'd have to do something at night then, when we're all off. Mm, good point. Or just have the new guy fill in for me. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, you just get a fill-in, right? Yeah, we'll make Jacob knock off work. I cover for Jacob like every other week. Yeah, Jacob is out of town. Jacob is on the Johnny Carson schedule. Every week, it feels like. Does Jacob even work here anymore? He was out. He's out this week. Okay. He's out three days next week. Really? He's out the whole week after that. What? What's he doing? I. That's a great question. 
<laughs> I guess I'll ask him. He how he can only go to the all my friends getting married card so many times. He's had like he's been working here eight months, and he said he's had like six friends get married. It is. I'm starting to call BS on that. He isn't. Well, no, he's really not in like prime wedding season. Not right age. now. Well, f- for his age, well, what's he? Twenty four. I guess he is. He's yeah. he's coming. He's on the cusp. I think I got four weddings next year. Sucks. Uh, I don't have any, but that's good. I keep my schedule clean. See, then I'm glad I didn't invite you. See, rule number one, and I, yeah, that's I fine. Just, I'm just helping you out. No, I don't have any. It would have been a whole hassle. I would have had to dress up. You would have been mad when I showed up in sweatpants. Like it would have been a whole thing. I would have laughed. So I mean, I'm glad. Well, your wife would have been mad then. Like, who's this bum at our wedding? <laughs> Showing up in sweatpants, drinking up all our alcohol, and eating all our food, and I don't even know who he is. That would have been me. Yeah, it's fine. The easiest way to not have to go to weddings, don't have friends, folks. When I listen to the Matt Thomas show, I don't even understand the eclectic nature of the show, the dichotomy, the ostentatiousness, the perfunctory that sounds about as smart as LeVar Ball. Back to the Matt Thomas show, whoever he is. So many presents. (laughs) So little time. Said I won't be coming by my house this year Cause I tried to drown my sister And I pierced my ear Oh mama made it perfectly clear Santa don't like bad boys Especially Jewish ones Gnipkinop and Lego blocks are what I desire So why'd I have to set the pizza guy's hair on fire? I told him I was sorry I'm a liar So no toys for me Welcome back I don't deserve them I couldn't wait to the for Matt a Thomas big show. wheel As the holiday neared This is a very underrated Chroma song You don't hear this one on Sunny 99.1 too much, do you? I know what my problem is. I know you should. It's great. Why I can't be good. It's a fear of intimacy. You see, my whole life, whenever I've met someone really All right, rate in order. I keep... This song. And the Hanukkah song. That's different than the Hanukkah song, right? Yeah, this is the Christmas song. And the turkey song. Turkey songs one, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it probably goes Turkey, Hanukkah, Christmas. Ooh, it's tough. Those are some classics for sure. Welcome back to the Matt Thomas Show. Ross Villarreal with you. The last dance is running on ESPN right now, I guess. So that's how things are going in sports. Is there even like, is there a bowl game or anything on today? No, I think that Hawaii-Memphis game was the only bowl game today. Oh, man. And they ruined it when the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors pulled out? That's unfortunate. Uh, well, I guess we'll just have to wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow's just going to be a bonanza. Can we not get a couple of the NBA games moved to today? Because tomorrow's going to be way too many NBA games and two NFL games. It's going to be like a sports bonanza tomorrow. I'm pretty you know, excited I'm, about it. I'm kind of surprised the NBA doesn't do what they what they have on Christmas. They don't also do on Christmas Eve. I don't think it would really take away. Like because, one game at like, night on Christmas Eve? Like, well, they have. there's no games tonight. Right. So, but there's nothing tonight. Like, They're letting people hang out with their families. Oh, screw that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Nobody wants to do that. But like for all the teams that aren't playing on Christmas, I think their fan bases would like a Christmas Eve game. I mean, I don't hate that the Rockets are playing today. Uh, yeah. Shout out, shout out the NBA for giving us New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. That's a great schedule. Well, actually, New Year's Eve is requested by the Rockets every single year. Really? Yep. They request a home game. You can make certain requests on the schedule. Say, hey, we would like to have day X. We would like to have a home game. And then f- as, as long as they can handle it, they most, most of the time will acquiesce to your request. And so the Rockets, for whatever reason, they always like to throw a New Year's party, and they usually have a 6 o'clock game on New Year's night. And I'm going to tell you, probably the last five years in a row I've been working it, I've literally, I've literally done the Rockets postgame in a suit here at the studio and then headed to a, to a New Year's party after. That ain't happening this year. I'm too old now. You can't go out for New Year's anymore, right? It's it's once you reach once you reach like thirty three. You know what? I think New Year's Eve goes in like the top of my overrated category. Yes. Hmm. It just it's just a normal night, and you just yell Happy New Year. You just yell yell Happy New and Year. Maybe it's fine. Nice. I mean, yeah. Once it's I guess it's more cool that the New Year is happening when you've only experienced like twenty two years and. Only a certain amount of them as an adult. But once you get older, you're like, oh, it's another year. Well, crap. I guess we'll go through this. All right, fine. And it's supposed to be, of course, one of the best. Did I ever tell you the story about when I was Uber driving on on New Year's night? No. I well, That's supposed to be the Super Bowl of drinking. You're supposed, uh, Super, Bowl, Super Bowl of Uber driving. You're supposed to make hundreds of dollars that night, and I got one ride. Because, so at least. It was my remember, fault. Oh, it was your fault. Kind of. Why? The guy kept wanting to go to drive throughs And so, so we were in drive through lines all night. Why would you do that? I was trying to be nice. He was he was drunk. I didn't want to piss the guy off and say, no, I'm taking you home. You want to get five stars? Like, if you're a driver, people don't understand this. Like, the drivers have to do basically whatever you want because if they get under 475, you can't drive anymore. If your if your rating gets a certain level, you can't like start. You can't. It's not like a, being a New York cab driver where you can just tell everybody to bleep off and you do whatever you want. And you run the rules and you do whatever. Whatever. If you get under a certain rating, then you cannot drive. They won't let you drive anymore. I, maybe it's four fifty. Maybe four seventy five is probably too high. I think it's four fifty. That sucks because like if you just get a couple bad, what if like your first driver? You yeah, I think after a certain number. Okay, I believe I don't think it's just like you get a one and then you're done. But no, after a certain number, if you're under like four fifty, they'll put you on like a probationary period. At least back in my day, back when I was driving, they'll put you on a probationary period, and then if you don't get your rating up, then you cannot drive there anymore. They have a certain level of standards. For the Uber drivers. So me as a driver, and I had just started driving then. I was trying to do whatever the guy wanted. He wanted to go to... I picked him up in Washington. And then we wanted to go to the the taco joint down there. They were closed. Then we went to Jack in a Box. We were literally in line for probably 45 minutes at Jack in a Box. And the second we got to the window, they said, hey, we're out of meat. Like they completely ran out of food. That sucks. Like what? How do you completely run out of food? And then, and then the guy wanted me to take him to church's chicken. He was like, "This is like one in the morning." He's like, "Hey man, uh, well, uh, no, we tried a Sonic. There's a Sonic." And I'm like, "Dude, the Sonic's not going to be open." He's like, "Well, let's." He's like being not forceful, but like, well, let's just try it. Let's just try it. Let's go. 
All right, dude. Well, I mean, I don't want to get one star. I'm going to take you to Sonic. And then we went to Church's Chicken. Literally. I'm like, dude. And then he was like, all right, take me home. So then I took him home. And by that time, it was well past 2 o'clock, and all the surge pricing was gone. Thanks, guy who ruined my New Year's Eve. I thought I was going to make like 500 bucks that night. Was that the only New Year's you ever did? Yeah, I quit driving within six months. Oh, okay, I didn't know how long you did it for. No, about six months. I mean, it was like in your show open for so long that I thought you did it for a I while. did it for six months, and now it's in every show opening of every show I do for some reason. I, That's, I, I think we got rid of them. No, it's they're there. I'm pretty sure. I thought I thought your Saturday one changed and it's gone. Did they? I think it's in there. I mean, I don't know. I think it's in there. Yeah, but yeah, it's like former Uber driver. Like I was a professional Uber driver for five years or something. No, I did it for six months. I told a couple of stories on air. There's a couple of stories I can tell off air, and then that's pretty much it about Uber driving. It was a good time. The very first night I drove, somebody threw up in my car. The first night. It's not great. And I was like, does this happen every night or <laughs> is this just how it is? Did I call your mom? Do I need to? No, I didn't call my mom. <laughs> I actually tried to clean it. I tried to clean it out and continue driving because it was like my, it wasn't, wasn't my first ride. It was maybe, um, probably like my second or third ride ever. And I had just started. I usually would start like around eight o'clock and then drive until midnight or two, depending. So I started like eight. No, it was a little later, I think. Maybe like nine. And anyways, it was like my third ride ever. Girl throws up in my car. She's with her brother or something. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe you just did that. You threw up in my car. You threw up. And I was like, what? And then I like put the windows down. And she started, then she put, first of all, she threw up in my car. And then I'm driving down I-10. And she's she starts putting her head out the window and throwing up out my window. And then I took her home and I gave her one star. And then I stupidly tried to clean it up and figure I could keep driving, but there was just no way. I was like, it stinks like vomit in here. I'm going to have to get this cleaned. And well, my first night of Uber driving is a disaster. That's how that went. So it's hard out there for you folks. I know those of you who are Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, Uber eats, a lot of y'all listening to us when we're, when you're driving around and or working riding a bike. But we're riding a bike. I don't know if he's listening to us riding a bike. Well, he if he was listening, he would have brought back our soda. Although, uh, although speaking of Christmas, getting a bike radio was one of the biggest accomplishments for me as a kid. I was so happy to get a bike radio. And then I think I broke the radio within like two months. I would listen. You know what I would do, actually? I would listen to Rockets game. I would drive around the neighborhood on that bike and listen to Rockets games. Uh, I believe 740, maybe 610. But I think at the time they were on 740. I would listen to Gene Peterson calling Houston Rockets games, driving around on my radio bike. That's how I used to roll back in the day. Good times. <clears throat> then I lost the radio and the bike got stolen. All right, 713-212-5790 is your phone number if you want to get in. Seven. Are we doing this thing? Are we yeah, doing? Fantasy 5 next. Is Die Hard on the table? No. Yes. Even though you're wrong. That's You can say I'm wrong. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
But movies that are not troll called Christmas movies, movies that were actually intended to be Christmas movies, we're going to do a Fantasy Five on it next, and we do need judges. 713-212-5790, the phone number 713-212-5790, Fantasy Five is next. If you can buy Astros gear on it, you can hear us on it. Listen live for free on any smart device. All right, we're redrafting something that we did years ago, but we didn't do it with Joe George involved. So we do need judges for the Fantasy 5, 713 We are going to do best Christmas movies. I slapped together a list during the break. Joe... Now, the last time you and I tangled, I believe you won. Was the last one we did the jersey draft? Uh, yeah, when the guy said he voted against me for pinstripes and two <laughs> or three years had pinstripes. <laughs> yeah. Jackass. My list was better. I think there might have been one more after that, but I don't remember. Did we do video games or was that was that somebody? I did it with Brendan. Brendan Riley. I think Brendan and I did it together. Okay. It's hard to keep track of all the 10,000 producers we've had the last two years, but that's okay. You know, Matt is just so hard on these people, he drives them off. Yeah, I mean, he's just a tough guy to work with. Taskmaster. Yeah. Okay, that's not true. I'm just kidding. It's definitely not. All right, well, I think you won, so I'll give you the choice. Do you want to go first, or do you want to go second and third? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go second and third. Oh, you, I don't like you for this. Oh. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with a cornerstone with one of my favorites. It was my favorite when I was a kid. Quotable. So much Christmas music. So much Christmas time. So much fun and comedy. And a great Christmas film. I'm going with Home Alone. I think it's clearly the, the easiest one to take. Um, actually, it's I think it's hard to choose like which ones you like the most. But I think Home Alone was the, was the, the right pick. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of, of Clark. Oh, of course. I'm taking Christmas Vacation. Of course. And then I'm going comedy heavy here, I think. I think most of the best Christmas movies are comedies, right? I'll take Bad Santa. Bad Santa's a good one. It was definitely on my list. Oh, man. This is getting tough already now. I'm going to go with definitely... To me, the most recent movie that has probably become a classic would be Will Ferrell's Elf as a classic Christmas movie. By the way, if you want to judge, 713-212-5790. And then I got to go with an oldie but a goodie. It's just an iconic Christmas movie. I have to take It's a Wonderful Life. Teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. All right, so the reason why I let you pick first huh, is because I knew this was going to be there for me. Well, it is. Later in the draft, but I can't let I can't let it go any farther because you might still take it with your last two picks. Huh. I'm going to take Home Alone 2. Uh, why would I take Home Alone and Home Alone 2? Because they're both really good. Uh, Home Alone is the better movie. Home Alone it 2 is. is just like a, basically a remake and they changed the setting for the most part. But okay, yeah. I'm a Home Alone guy yeah. over Home Alone 2. 
Home Alone 2 was on my list. If you took Home Alone, I probably was going to end up with Home Alone 2. So, I mean, That's why I was like, I knew I wanted Christmas fine. Vacation and Bad Santa over... So All right, like, next. Figured, well, hold up, hold up. Hold oh, yeah, you're, you're next. This is where I'm in a bad spot. Uh-oh. All right. Because I'll be honest, I'm not really sure I like my list that I also quickly came up with. I like it. I like it. Um, Christmas Vacation, Bad Santa, Home Alone 2 are all good picks. Um, I'm going to take a movie in a category that I think there's only one choice for. Huh. It's the only movie of this kind that belongs on our Fantasy Five. Because for the most part, Claymation is terrible. Okay. But I'm going to take Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. I loved that movie when I was a kid. Now, I have a question. This one is an animated television special, not a movie. I don't think it's a Christmas movie. Charlie Brown Christmas? Does oh, that no, count? Oh, that's fine. That's not what I thought you were going with. Oh, what were you going to say? Frosty. Frosty the Snowman. Okay, sorry. What'd you take? You took the Rudolph one. Yeah, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, you can take Charlie Brown Christmas. Do I want to though? I will go with. You know what? I'm gonna do it. A Charlie Brown Christmas. And this one might kill me. Just take it. It's next on my list. You think so? Love Actually? Oh, no, it's not next on my list. <laughs> what? I'm not going to take it then. Okay. So I have four movies left on my board. Yes, and you have one choice left. I'm going to tell you all of them. All right. Uh, I have... I'm not taking this one, but I did put a very heralding Kumar Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. What was the one you thought I was going to take? Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way is on the list, but it's further down. Uh, Christmas Story, I'm not going to take that. I never really saw it all the way through. I see, and that's actually, why you know I'm what's funny? I'm not taking it either. So a little inside radio for you. The very first time we took, we did this with Matt. My you took it first? I, no, I took it. Not first. I took it, but I had, I had acted like I'd seen it, and I loved it just because I knew it would give me votes. Good call. But, you uh, know, sometimes you work the system in the Fantasy Five. but I'm going my heart today. I like this story. There's a bunch of versions of this movie, but Jim Carrey did it best. So I'll take The Grinch Still Christmas. Oh, The Grinch. Okay. Interesting. All right. We might have to Twitter poll this one today. No, we can get, we'll get phone calls. There are lines open for judges right now. My list is Home Alone, Elf, It's a Wonderful Life, A Charlie Brown Christmas, and Love Actually. Joe's is Christmas Vacation, Bad Santa, Home Alone 2, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and The Grinch. If you want to judge, we need you at 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. You know what, Joe? Normally, I would get mad if I lost, but I, I think your, your list is pretty strong for the most part. I like yours, too. Love actually surprised me. That's a good pick. It's, a, it's actually, I think it's a sneaky pick. I think it's a sneaky value. All right, let's go to uh, the first judge, David. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to you, David. Um, either one of these lists could win. But I'm going with Ross because you showed unusual diversity in style and era in composing your well-balanced portfolio. So Thank you, David. Wow, I really appreciate that. Now I really hope you have a Merry Christmas. And I hope you win all your, I hope you win all your bowl bets. If they'd stop canceling polling. Well, we'll see. Are they pulling out of them? All right. 713-212-5790. That's one vote for me. Robin. Joe or yeah, Ross? That. 
Uh, well, Love Actually Sucks, Joe wins. Whoa! Robin, you're wrong! That's a classic! But that's oh. okay. Robin's being a Scrooge. That's okay. Love Actually doesn't suck. Love Actually is a great movie. It is a little depressing, though, I guess. All right, let's keep it rolling. It's one-to-one. One. Joe and Ross. Tom, the vote is yours. Well, Joe's list is the freebies from Hulu. Your list is ones that I actually paid for. So I'm going with the Ross. Oh, that's a great way to judge it, Tom. Thank you. Two-to-one. Ross is in the lead. Rick, you're up next. Go ahead. Uh, I gotta go with my boy Ross. Home Alone 1, baby. Home Alone 1, the GOAT, baby. Let's go. Thank you, Rick. I hope you have a wonderful and Merry Christmas. I don't. I hope you get coal. Whoa. It's 3 to 1. You could rally. I've seen 3. I've, I've rallied from 3 to 0. Yeah, I, did, I rallied from 3 to 1 when I picked the Octopus in the Garden. <laughs> the Octopus is Garden. Patrick. Yeah, he, he texted me about that the other day. <laughs> you lo I love it. I like to bring it up I, a lot. Go ahead. I think they're both great lists, and Joe. Uh, you you did fantastic, but Ross, you win. Wow, Patrick, you are a true American hero. You know what? We got one more on the hold. We might as well. He got in. Alex, who wins yeah. the fantasy, fantasy five? I'm gonna have to go with uh, with Joe because uh, Love Actually killed it for me. Okay, thank you, Alex. See, the two no votes I got were because of Love Actually. Hey, you would have swept <laughs> me if you didn't choose that. <laughs> I actually like that. I don't mean, didn't mean to say actually, but actually, I actually like love. Actually, actually, it's just a factually. Okay, it's pretty I, good. I don't think it's. A t I think for the last pick, or your last. Well, this, pick, I'm going to tell you where I went. I was I was wrestling with love actually, but like David said in the first, sometimes I, I like to go with diversity, and it was more of a romantic comedy type of sappy film. But it's a good movie overall. I think I like the plot. Um, I was sad you took Bad Santa. I really liked that one. I was weighing. This is what I was weighing at that point. I was weighing Love Actually. I was weighing the Santa Claus and almost went with Jingle All the Way, which is just my jam from back in the day. I used to love that movie. Well, I'm probably going to watch it tonight. That's all I got to say about that. All right. That is it for the Fantasy Five. Joe, you suck. I rule. Fine. And I, th I think you're still up on me. I think this is the first time I maybe I've beaten you. We've only done like three or four. Exactly. I think you're up. You were up 2 0, I think. Maybe not. All right. Anyways, we're going to take a break. Final segment of the Matt Thomas Show, Christmas Eve edition. You want to get in? You can do so. 713 212 5790. 713 212 5790. This is Cougars head coach Dana Holgerson. Matt's kind of like Shasta without putting on a costume. He's a big old. <laughs> the Matt Thomas Show continues on Sports Talk 790. For the What the hell is this? Uh, this is uh, RollingStone.com, their worst Christmas song of all time, from a live TV appearance of the Little Drummer Boy, sung by Ashley and Jessica Simpson. It's it's bad. This is awful. Who sings this? Ashley and Jessica Simpson. Like my boots are made for walking. <sighs> We're done with that. Thank you. You said you said, you said play the worst one. All right. Well, 
Now, I would say there are two candidates for best Christmas song ever as far as definitive, best of all time, etc. My favorite Christmas song of all time we will play at the end of the show because, uh, well, I'm kind of stalling and sending it to Joe right now. But I would say the the in the running for the two best Christmas songs forever, and I do have a favorite, it's probably Bing Crosby, White Christmas, and Nat King Cole's A Christmas Song. Ooh, that's a good one. And I would, pers- I would personally go with Nat King Cole myself, if you ask me. That is the... Well, you're making a face, Joe. I think I agree with you. Okay, good. Like, I think I'm... I, I didn't really think about what was my favorite Christmas song, but that's got to be up there. I mean, it's perfect to me. To me, it is perfect. To quote Love Actually. Have you seen Love Actually, Joe? Yeah, I have. That's why oh, I said okay. it's a good pick. Yeah, okay. You think I just lie? Um, I don't think I mean, I know so. You but... lie during the Fantasy Five. Okay, lie in a day. I mean, I'd seen. I've seen most of a Christmas story. Yeah, but you've seen all of it. I think so. Actually, just like pieces of every <laughs> bit of it. I just never sat through and seen the entire okay, thing. Fair. Once. Have you seen all of it in one sitting? No. Will you ever? <laughs> it's on the table. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, maybe. I don't know. There are a lot of people that think. There you go, Joe. I just sent it to you. That's the at the end of the at the end of the show. We'll play my favorite, personal favorite Christmas song. All right, seven one three two one two five seven nine. A couple of minutes to go here. If you want to get in in the Matt Thomas show, he is out. He'll be back soon, I believe. We we'll wait to hear. Yo, on he's that. on vacation. Uh, are you yawning on Monday? Oh, you're right. He's off. Are you Tuesday. in with me on Monday? Yeah, I'll be behind the board again because Jacob's still oh. out. Jacob, I swear, he is. Who takes more vacation, Jacob or Johnny Carson? Back in the day, I mean, Matt's been gone for five days. We've gone for two more. That's true. I guess everybody's taking. Well, I'm going to be off the last three days. Yeah, I know. I'm in. I'm in with you guys four days next week. Well, I have to do. So this is the thing, though. I couldn't get anybody to cover the New Year's Rockets post game, so I'm going to be off that day. But I'm going to be doing that, I guess. So I'm going for staycation. Last three days of the year, I had three day vacation days left. I needed in uh, up here at the old. Benevolent iHeartMedia. It's a use them or lose them situation. I said, well, I got three days of vacation left. Let's go ahead and calculate this. I'm taking the last three days of the year off. So I will not be here some of the next week. Matt Thomas will be here some of the next week as well. But you know what? We I'll do be have... here next week more than both of you. Absolutely. I'll be on the show four days next week. Well, that's what happens when you're young in your career, Joe. Okay? Matt's been doing this 30 years. I'm... I mean, Matt's been doing it longer than I've been alive. Th- hasn't he? No. Close. Well, when did he start? He start, when was first you're, thir- you're not 30 yet, right? Yeah, I turned 30 He's been January. in the business since 90, I think. Oh, yeah, then, yeah. He's been doing it a lot. I think he alive. started... Matt was like... People don't know this. Matt was like a, like a broadcasting prodigy. He was calling either Rice and or U of H games when he was like 20 or 21. He'd been in the business for a long time. Matt Thomas got a lot of skins in the wall. I make fun of him, but he is the voice of Houston sports. I've, I've told him that, that to his face. But uh, so, yeah, you do have a big sports weekend coming up here with all the NBA and NFL and I guess some college bowl games. We're not really going to start college, start paying attention to college bowl games. I think the first one that kind of matters or at least is kind of intriguing to me would be Houston and Auburn, the Birmingham Bowl. What is yeah. that, 28, 27, somewhere yeah, in that that's neighborhood? That's just because you want you know, U of H to lose by 20 points. That's not accurate. If they did, I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't shed a tear about it. But I mean, and you'll definitely remind Matt constantly. Yeah, of course. I get this. U of Better H- to be in the bowl game and lose by 20 <sighs> or to not be in a bowl game, Texas. I would say not be in a bowl game. 
rather than going to the Birmingham Bowl and getting your ass kicked by 20 and all this crazy COVID stuff is happening? Yeah, because I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't want to see the last three, four weeks of Longhorns football. If you had to make me sit through another game of of bad Longhorn football and bad second-half offense and giving up second-half lead, double-digit leads like three, four weeks in a row, not I was not going to be happy about that. So I didn't want them to. People were talking about them possibly accepting. What did A&M had pulled out of the, uh, the, the whatever bowl, Gasparilla? Oh, the Gator Bowl, yeah. Oh, the Gator Bowl? Or and, something, something Gator Bowl. Who cares? Whether a tax act or tax defender or tax something. We went over this yesterday, and I don't remember what conclusion. There's a lot of tax related. Yeah, I didn't want to see another Longhorn football game. Now i got to worry about these U of H Cougars. They're really good. See, this is the thing. And I told this to... Who was I texting? Oh, I was texting Brian McTaggart. Just randomly. And... U of H was playing Alabama, and I was like, dude, I would root, I would actually, when I was a kid, I root for Houston things, I root for Texas things, and then really it was the other people who were rooting against the Longhorns that made me root against everybody else. So it wasn't me, okay, that turned to the dark side, it was you. I used to root for all the Texas teams when I was a teenager, because that's what my dad did, and when you're a kid, you do whatever your dad does, and my dad would root for the Aggies, he would root for the Longhorns, we mostly were a Longhorn family. My uncle went there. I had an aunt that went there as well uh, and, and stuff like that. So Longhorn family, but, oh, the Aggies are on TV. Good for them. I hope they win because they're from Texas. Then, I think it was like my sophomore year at Texas, I went to College Station for the first time, and I didn't realize the pure hatred that these people had for the Longhorns, and the Longhorns were playing like Kansas State. And these Aggies fans were rooting for Kansas State like they were born in literally in Manhattan, Kansas at the 50-yard line. And I was like, what is this going on? And then I had went to a friend of mine's, and they had it on their whiteboard on the fridge. It said, Ohio State 24, Texas 7. Because Texas had just lost. The score of the Texas losing was on their whiteboard on their fridge. And I'm like, this is how you live your life? That's incredible. All right, you fine. Know, it's funny when we were talking about the delusion among some fan bases. Yes. Within like, certain players. The college one, it doesn't really matter what college it is, it's always at an all-time high. I mean, when you were out like two weeks ago, some guy called in and berated me because I said Michigan was good enough to win the national championship game. Oh. And he was upset, we think, because it didn't really make sense. We think he was upset because I wouldn't, I wasn't saying U of H should be in the national title game or in the playoff. Really? If they beat Cincinnati. Oh my God! Like it was, it was something. No, yeah. Look, uh, <clears throat> do I be nice? It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, be nice. Okay, Houston University of Houston Cougar fans are great. I love every one of them, especially the bald ones. Oh, here we go. Now this is a jam right here. You know, it's Christmas Eve. Ross Villarreal with you. The Matt Thomas Show. Matt doesn't bother showing up anymore. That's fine. Joe George has been here. He's going to be here three more hours. I won't be with you till Monday. But I would like to offer you a sincere, safe, and happy Christmas Eve and Christmas weekend. And holidays in general. It's getting crazy out there. I went to five different pharmacies and a Walmart to try to find a COVID test. Our pets' heads are falling off. It's mass hysteria. 
dogs and cats living with each other, whatever the hell the line is. So y'all be careful. Y'all be safe. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you, Joe George. He's going to be on the A-Team with Adam Wexler next. Have a beautiful Christmas weekend. Talk to you folks Monday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.